With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Randy Lemons does not necessarily endorse any of the products or services advertised on this program. Welcome in, welcome back. Yeah, the voice is a little raspy still, but better than yesterday by a long shot. And again, I still feel fine. Always felt fine yesterday, just didn't sound fine. Nikki brought up a really good point, though. What's that? And, you know, Super Bowl. What are you going to cook? We want to know, what are you going to prepare garden line-centric, horticulturally centric? Are you going to do the bacon-infused oh. jalapeno poppers? <laughs> are you going wow. to do a... Brie and fruit and nut dip. There's a couple of things I'm famous for at Super Bowl parties. Wow. Um, so we want to hear from you today. All right? Okay. You, anybody else, the listeners out there. And then, so I'm telling you this in advance, Nikki, because someone's going to call you out there and want them. <laughs> you just, they have to call the show or get on Facebook. We've got tickets to give away to the upcoming 12th annual Sci Fair Home and Garden Show. Oh, cool. And we're going to be broadcasting from there for February 16th, doing a seminar, book signing, all that stuff on the Saturday edition of Garden Line. I'd love to give these tickets away. So we've got multiple avenues for class participation today. Facebook and call the show. We want to know what you're cooking for Super Bowl different from the norm. Are we looking for recipes themselves? We're looking or just to share idea? recipes. Okay, cool. All right. Think yeah. about, you know, my... Uh, what would what did we call it last year and this past Christmas or New Year's? Uh, the I can't even think of it. But <laughs> my, it's my jalapeno <laughs> bacon recipe. Yes, the broken down version. You don't wrap it, but you dust it with bacon in the jalapeno boat. Uh, Deconstructed—that's the word. My deconstructed jalapeno poppers. All right. Mm. So examples thereof. Or Joey also brought up a good one. What are you doing different on the big green egg? For this Super Bowl. Cool. Don't just tell me you're doing ribs. Tell me you're doing mango tie ribs. <laughs> no, but if you're doing ribs, call me with your phone number. I'll be there about five-ish. And we have a Facebook post already up there. I want to thank uh, my longtime friend, Craig Graham, who is Mr. Dr. Pepper here locally. Um, he saw this house in Cyprus yesterday. The trees, oak trees, there's like three of them, absolutely butchered. Is like takes Crate Myrtle Massacre to a whole new level on oak trees. And I'd like you to weigh in on this. You can weigh in with an educated answer or you can weigh in with a humorous answer. 
And if we read your answer on the air and you hear us, I will tell you to send us an email and we will hook you up with a certificate so that you can get you and one other person into the Cypher Home and Garden Show for free. So we got a lot of class participation today. And of course, all your garden line questions. 713-212-KTRH. So think about deconstructed with horticulturally centric recipes we can talk about. So the deconstructed jalapeno poppers was an example. I did the, um, I've done it a couple of years over the last, I don't know, 20 years. We have this great brie nut fruit recipe. If you want that, I'll share it with you. Someone has to ask for it publicly and I can share it on the air and I can share it on Facebook. But please go to Facebook and look at the picture of the butchered trees and weigh in on that. And if we like your comment, we're going to tell you to call us or email us. And somehow, someway via email, we're going to hook you up with tickets to the upcoming Sci-Fair Home and Garden Show. If you don't do email, mm, I'm not sure we can get you these tickets because we, we don't mail anything anymore. <laughs> it's got to be through email. And uh, if you don't have an email account, we'll uh, also figure out another way, but let's work it, okay? So if you've got a recipe, you want to tell us what you're doing on the Big Green Egg that's different, think Super Bowl. If you just got a question, give us a call right now, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. And again, the voice, it's a little bit raspy, but if I keep the T going... And I will keep the tea going all morning. I, I can muddle. I'm not coughing near as much today as I did yesterday. And I apologized up front yesterday. But for some reason, I knew it was going to be a rough morning cough-wise. So anything else you can think of? Did we cover it all, Joey? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. So I introduced Joey to something for the first time today yeah. uh, that I got to experience last night. And I will say this, that if you ever get a chance to do it, do it. The Houston Symphony. They do the soundtracks of movies. And it's the most fascinating thing, and I love doing it, and I can't wait to go back and see another movie sometime. I took my daughter, 12-year-old, who is a huge Harry Potter fan, and her best friend, and we went to the symphony last night and watched Harry Potter and the Goblet's Fire. I think that was it. I don't remember all the names of the movies the way the kids do. But you will catch yourself easily a half a dozen times forgetting that the symphony is live while you're watching the movie. And that's just a special experience. So especially you know, like, I know they've done it to star Wars movies and I know they've done it to Harry Potter movies. So if you ever get a chance to do that, Houston symphony is just phenomenal. It'll blow your mind that they are so on target with the soundtrack of a movie like that. Every I mean, it blows your mind. So really good time last night seeing that and can, can't wait to go back and do something like that again. That's I've gotten two symphony performances here in Houston in just the last month because my wife and I went and saw the 80s music via the Houston Symphony. And that was a really fun show, by the way. So just keep that in mind if you ever get a chance to see the Houston Symphony do the soundtrack of a movie. It should just blow your mind. And I've never seen 
the Goblet's Fire movie like my daughter has several times. So I caught myself getting engaged in the movie and forgetting several times that the symphony was live doing the soundtrack of the movie. So congratulations, a little polite golf clap to the Houston Symphony for last night. And uh, I just enjoy, I think there's one more show today, but I have a feeling they may be sold out if they haven't been sold out already. I know they did one Friday, they did two yesterday, maybe two today, but you'll have to go look it up. See if you can get yourself in there at the very last second. We'll take our first break. We'll be right back. I got a fairly full board already. Got Gordon in Port Natchez, Thomas and Tomball, Jonathan in Clear Lake. And of course, we're going to take your input on Facebook with the overpruned trees. That could earn you some tickets to the upcoming Sci Fair Home and Garden Show. I think appropriately, since those pictures were shot in Cyprus, Black Horse to be exact. Thank you again, my buddy Craig. Um, for putting that on my personal Facebook page so I could use it this morning. And, of course, if you want to call in with a gardening, you know, horticultural-specific-centric recipe for Super Bowl partying, like my jalapenos deconstructed, or should say bacon-wrapped jalapenos deconstructed, or my brie nut fruit dip, those are good examples. See, fruits, nuts, jalapenos, a vegetable. Too bad bacon's not a vegetable, right? <laughs> And we'll do all this and so much more coming right back. 713-212-KTRH. If you divide the circumference of a pumpkin by its diameter, you get pumpkin pie. The smorgasbord of helpful information continues on Garden Line. Hey, we are back. So, uh, Gordon's still there. Jonathan's still there. Someone in the middle hung up. We're going to get right to these calls. But just let me remind everybody, Top Shelf Organic is out. It is back. It's what we used to know as Ladybug, but now it's Top Shelf Organic. And they're updating their website every day with new stores throughout Texas that carry the product. So go to TopShelfOrganic.com. If you're a local nursery and you'd like to sell the Top Shelf product line, write down this email address. Info at TopShelfOrganic.com. Info at TopShelfOrganic.com. And besides the compost, the potting soil, the rose soil, expanded shale, they've got that too in bags. TopShelfOrganic.com. And then within about 30 days from now, we should get notification that they're at all the HEBs throughout Texas. Here we go. We're going to start in Port Natchez with George Gordon. So it's PNG. G for the Gordon. Morning, yes, morning Gordon. Yes, sir. Good morning. Uh, I have a sassuma tree. It's about 20 foot tall. I need to top the top of it off so I can get to the fruit. How far should I not cut it? And, and should, should I leave it alone or what? Well, you can cut it by five feet if you want to to make it easier to access the fruit in the coming year. Um, well, is it, is it, uh, is it, am I going to hurt? Will I get fruit this year if I cut it now? Yes. I mean, you're, you're, we're on the verge of pruning the citrus tree. Normally, we talk about cleanup pruning on citrus trees, taking a foot off here and there, cleaning up the interior. Sometimes when it gets too tall, you about once every five, six years, you have to bring it down by a third. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. You bet. All right. Here's Jonathan in Clear Lakes. Too bad the other call hung up because it would have been our first recipe idea for something different. We'll reset that stage right after Jonathan here in Clear Good Lake. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, I, I uh, have a good-looking lawn. I've been following your schedule. 
and uh, I mow tall. My yard looks good, but I do have some weeds. I did the pre-emergent herbicide um, in November, and then I did it again in January, right, uh, right at the beginning, end of December. But I've got a weed that's a little weird. It's, uh, they say at Moz Nursery that it's a succulent, like a, in the Portulaca, if I'm saying it right, family. Yep. I sprayed Fertilome uh, weed-free zone about a week ago. Did you add a surfactant? I did, but I don't know if I, I just, if I did it right. I took some Dawn, and I just put a couple drops in with the with Oh, the you, didn't, you didn't add a, enough. Okay. And I would, to make sure it really works, I would actually go buy a bottle of surfactant, not just use dish soap. Okay. And that way you're going to get a precise ad, bit of advice. Now, let me back you up to, I know it's not going to do anything for the portulaca that's up right now, but based on everything we've been talking about since November and December because of all the rains, you did November, you did January 1st, basically. You can do one again here in the month of February. Okay, good, because I want to. Okay. And then uh, I have another weed, and I probably just need to follow the same steps. It's, uh, they say it's like a wild garlic almost. Yes. That comes up, and that guy is just terrible. And, it, and the weed-free zone will take care of that, too. Okay, beautiful. Well, I appreciate I know it doesn't look like a broadleaf weed, but yeah, exactly. it, the, that's the, here again. Hence the importance of surfactants. You've got that thin blade. You don't really have a huge leaf surface. So whatever we're going to spray and spot treat with wild onion, wild garlic, whatever we're going to spot treat with portulaca, whatever we're going to spot treat with clover, it has to stick to the green surface, whatever how that green soon, surface is. How soon can I do this spray again? How long ago did you do the first well, you didn't do anything, though. <laughs> yeah, as I'm wondering. I did it about a week ago. Um, I'd wait another week. Okay. I want to make sure that the first application didn't, I don't know, have a negative effect on the grass in the area. It's hard to do that right now because you don't know if it's greening up or not. Yeah, exactly. Let we me, okay, I'll put rain. a perspective on it. And you can do it as soon as you want when we have a dry week. Um, make sure, this is like, you know, garden line swearing here. Hold up your right hand, you know, put your hand on my book and say, I swear I will only spot treat. I will spot treat only those weeds I'm trying to hit. Because if you try to go wall to wall with a cool season herbicide and the surfactant's not correct, you can yellow up grass really quick. Okay. So you promise? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Good deal. All right. Thank you. Don't sir me. That sounds like I'm really old. I sound really old today, don't I? <laughs> He's got manners. <laughs> he does have good manners, doesn't he? We like those kind of callers, uh, seriously. 713-212-KTRH, 713-212-5874. Um, I want to talk real quick about, I got this email yesterday after the show, so I was obviously looking at it. Joey still can't believe he and I have both been up since 4 o'clock. I was looking at these emails before we really got busy with planning how garden line was going to work today and planning these ticket giveaways and a little detail on that very shortly. Also the class participation for today details coming up very shortly, but the email was, and I, I got to give the guy credit yesterday. We talked about aqueduct plumbing and yesterday we talked about Andy's sprinkler and drainage. And he's like, who do I call? <laughs> I'm like going call both. No, 
I really, I think he's got a serious plumbing problem because this has nothing to do with his drainage and irrigation system. And, and I, I basically boiled it down for him that if the leak is obviously coming from under the foundation and has nothing to do with the irrigation, then you need aqueduct plumbing to come on out and take a look. Anybody that's got any kind of plumbing issue, weird noises in the pipes, when you turn the water on, water pressure problems, keeping enough hot water running, and then those foundation issues, the leakage around there. And because old cast iron under the slab drain pipes can really cause all kinds of problems. So if you have uh, spots of hot and cold temperatures on the floor, if you've got pooling water right outside the foundation, aqueducts experienced technicians can do a great job of tunneling under the home and rerouting the lines with new drains. They do whole home repiping too. In fact, aqueduct does whole home repiping a whole lot cheaper than those television people you see over and over and over again on the morning news. If you watch television morning news, all you hear are those whole home repiping and see those whole home repiping commercials. Aqueduct can do it all. There are the plumber, just like we have like a tree company we recommend. This is the plumbing company we recommend on Garden Line. Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. Let me spell aqueduct for you. A-Q-U-E, the old spelling, yeah. Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. A-Q-U-E-D-U-C-T. Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. Now, if you're not Facebook savvy, you're not internet savvy, you don't like surfing the web, let me just give you the phone number. You give them a call first thing tomorrow morning. Actually, you can give them a call today. In fact, 90% of the time, you're talking to the owners. 281-488-6238. 281-488-6238. One more time, and then I'll give you the uh, overview of this way we're going to give away tickets today to the upcoming Sci Fair Home and Garden Show. 281-488-6238. So I've got this printable coupon, and the document is good for two free tickets to the 12th annual Sci-Fair Home and Garden Show. You can call and give us your uh, your Super Bowl recipe as long as it's horticulturally centric. Fruits, nuts, vegetables, think in those terms. Or tell us if you're doing anything way different on your big green egg this Super Bowl. Explain that to us. We could learn from that. Or... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go participate, and we come back and see if anybody has participated in our Facebook post on the overpruned oak trees in Cyprus. I think appropriate, since we're trying to give away tickets to the 12th annual Sci-Fair Home and Garden Show. Um, so far, some of the comments, before I even set this little giveaway up, everybody's pretty much agreeing that this is atrocious. This is outrageous. This should never happen. So how does something like that happen? Educated comments, you have a chance to win tickets. Humorous ones, you definitely have a chance to win tickets. I see somebody who deserves some tickets already. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that right after the news break when we come back. Just a quick moment here to uh, set up the phone calls for all our Garden Line stuff that we're doing today. Ticket giveaways, if you want to participate in the 
Super Bowl recipe idea, if it's garden line centric, or if it's something new on the Big Green Egg, or if you want to weigh in on those pictures that are on Facebook right now. And again, thank you, Craig Graham. It gave us good fodder for the morning. <laughs> Tell you that. 713-212-KTRH is our number. 713-212-5874. 212-KTRH is 212-5874. I have to admit, that was the perfect place. Uh, I do my own research, you know. Look at all these comments. <laughs> I, I hate raking leaves. <laughs> that was my favorite. We got to get that guy. All like. right. So let me reset this stage. So I'm fun. sorry. I caught me off guard. Um, my longtime buddy, Craig, shot this picture over in the Black Horse area. And it's, it just, it was gut-wrenching for me to see, first of all, as the garden guy, as somebody who understands the tree business as well as I do, and understands you have uneducated homeowners and equally ignorant landscape crews who will do anything for a buck. So this homeowner said, I need my trees pruned. And I'm sure they said, how much? And you could probably go, oh, cut them in half. And this is what you get. So that's on Facebook. I said if you have a if you have a really good comment on it or a funny comment, I can hook you up with tickets to the Sci Fair Home and Garden Show. So first winner so far, CJ Walker Waller. Sorry, CJ Waller Jr. If you're listening, send us an email. I'll, I'll pop a little message off to you on your comment. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm looking for anything else. It looks like the HOA told him that he had to do something. So guess what? Oak tree suicide. It's a good comment, Trey. Trey, if you're still listening this morning. Joey, Joey McMath. Trey Baker, Joey McMath. And what was the first one I said? CJ Waller Jr. If you're hearing me, send an email via randylemon.com or ktrh.com. And just say, I'm a winner. <laughs> And if those names match up with the emails we see so far, and we'll play this game all throughout the morning. All right. Well, look. <laughs> um, reminds me of crepe murder. Oh, my gosh. What were they thinking? Outrageous. Mm. I got to give Chad Crawl. Because the, the first time I saw those, those pictures, too. Chad, if you want tickets to the upcoming Home and Garden show. Chad said, wow, should just finish cutting it down. Like you said, doubt it'll come back. I really, that's the saddest part of this whole story. We can have some humor to get us over the hump, to laugh, to keep from crying when I see pictures like this. But there's a distinct possibility these trees may never come back. 
And keep you know, that in mind. That's so bad for the property. The property's never going to look the same without yeah, that Yeah, you brought that up this morning. Thank you for bringing that up, Joey. Um, I don't know how else to explain it, but trees really do, well-grown, mature trees like that, if they're left to their own devices, add a lot of value to the property. If I was a potential home buyer and I saw that, nope, no thanks. Yeah, not a question. If any real estate person told them to do this, shame on you completely. I'm just guessing out loud here how and why this came to be. But you do not prune mature oak trees that much. All right, let's get back to the board of calls. We got Elaine in the memorial area. Oh, okay. Real quick before I get to Elaine. You want tickets to the Cypher Home and Garden Show. I'm giving you lots of reasons and lots of avenues to do this. You can call us with your Super Bowl recipe if it's gardening-centric. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, honey. I can consider honey part of that. Um, it's got to be gardening-centric. Does that make sense? Or, because I'm um, my wife wants blackened ribeyes on the big green egg today. So I'm doing blackened ribeyes and bacon-wrapped bundles of asparagus. So I got two in one there. I got a gardening-centric idea, and I got a big green egg idea. <laughs> there you go. So that, And it's all our excuse, Joey. You'll appreciate this more than anybody. It's all our excuse to drink a specific wine that got delivered from Napa this past week after we got back. All of a sudden, our cases started hitting. Sometimes you realize you're ordering all kinds of different wine clubs and different cases of wine to be shipped, and you don't remember the number until they start hitting your door a week later. 62. (laughs) So uh, we had a good time, though. There's no no doubt about it. So 12th annual Cy Fair Home and Garden Show tickets. Lots of ways to get them. If you need clarification, give us a call. Or if you you hear your name get called out today because of your Facebook post, I can hook you up with tickets, but you have to email us and tell us that we said your name on the air, and then we will send the attachment so you can print out the coupon for two free tickets. Now, take two. Elaine Memorial, good morning. Good morning, Randy. What's up? Um, Yesterday, we pulled out some um, Silverado sages or Texas sages across our back fence line. Yes, ma'am. Because they just never... I don't know. They just never performed the way we want. And I'd like to replace it with um, some kind of a privacy screening hedge. Um, And I've heard you talk about Japanese blueberry a lot. Um, I need about 40 feet of of coverage. And um, do those grow as wide as I have read they grow? I think I read that they grow like 20 feet wide. Would that be right? If you let them grow as a tree, they can be just like any tree that we train upwards. But if you Uh prune them a few times a year, a couple of times a year, Uh uh, that's not the case. Okay. All right. Um, And and, um, I I need something that is going to be anywhere at maturity 12 to 14 feet tall. That's up to you, too, because you can make uh, a Japanese blueberry much taller than that, 20 feet tall, or you can okay. keep it at that 12, okay. 13 foot range by pruning it a couple of times a year. Okay. Um, anything else you can recommend that is evergreen and somewhat diseased? Well, here's my worry. Let's let's start over, okay? Because you mentioned a plant, and I know where you live, and I'm having a hard time believing that you have a lot of sun. 
does have less exposure, but there are some big, tall oak trees in the front yard that do, I'd say we're probably... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Listen to partial shade. Okay, that's that's why what you choose is going to be critically important. If you don't mm-hmm. have a good six plus hours of sun, you mm-hmm. you don't want to do Japanese blueberries. You may want to do more like holly tree shrubs that can handle a little more shade. You want want to do Japanese yews, which you can also train to be twelve, thirteen feet tall and thick by pruning mm-hmm. a couple of times a year. If you're dealing with more shade, filtered light mm-hmm. throughout the day yeah. than pure sun. You uh-huh. you got to mm-hmm. think differently in t- terms of shade loving hedge row mm-hmm. plants. Okay. Uh, um, Texas wax myrtle is a good one. Yeah, I put wax myrtle back there so years ago. Oh, we've been here thirty eight years, and I put wax myrtle back there several years ago, and perhaps um, it got perhaps they always stayed too moist. But I just got some kind of fungus, and I found myself using consan more just to dry out the soil and the fungus. Uh, okay, well, you definitely need to make sure your drainage is taken care of in that situation. Uh-huh. They don't uh-huh. need to be, they're not wet feet loving plants in the back. Separate issue. Right. They would be a, if you have good drainage, they would be a great filtered light hedgerow, privacy hedgerow in the front. Uh, what about, what about viburnum? Again, su- total sun type plant. Okay. Okay. Um, what what about the the species a species of a holly? Yeah. Or it, um, needlepoint hollies. They can handle that kind of sh- filtered light as well as Japanese yew, Y E W. Mhm. And that is a, that's a holly, huh? Well, it's okay. not a holly, but it's, oh, oh, okay, okay. It has that dark. I'm just going to dark green privacy hedge ideas in my head. Mhm. All right. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, I thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope that helps. Thanks Get you so started much, Randy. looking at things a little bit differently, at least. Sure, sure. Have a great Sunday. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. This is The Garden Line. I am Randy Lemon. It is Super Bowl Sunday, and we've got a lot to do and a lot to talk about, but I'd love to give away these tickets to the Cypher Home and Garden Show. I'm going to check email very shortly. Before I get to the email, though, I need to remind everybody, this came up yesterday for the first time in 2019. If you got a project coming up, maybe it's a one-time project that needs to get done right now, and you're going, man, we need that tractor, but I don't want to buy a tractor. Well, why buy when you can rent the right machine for the job? So we go orange with Kubota and Lansdowne Moody here on the Garden Line. Lansdowne Moody has rental departments at all six Texas Gulf Coast locations, and yes, you can rent Kubota. Our Orange Fleet, their Orange Fleet includes Kubota tractors, utility vehicles, loaders, excavators, skid steers, and ZTRs. That's zero-turn mowers. Why Lansdowne? Lansdowne Moody has been a Houston tradition and a great business since 1936. That's 83 years, my friends. It's a family-owned business started by Houstonians and not some corporate one-of-a-thousand locations. 
you're going to work with men and women who have made Lansdowne Moody their careers. That says a lot about the company you're dealing with. So they'll treat you well. If it's a one-time rental, you're going on your fifth piece, or you're going on your fifth piece of Kubota. LMRents.com. LMRents.com. It's a direct link to the rental fleet. It's where you need to start. Why buy when you can rent? Lansdowne Moody, family-owned since day one, family-owned today. We know if the plant label says vigorous growth, that really means it will take over the world. You've got garden line with Randy <laughs> Lemon. Get this thing off of me! And that comes very appropriate on Super Bowl Sunday, don't you think? Here's our phone number if you want to get in the last couple of minutes of this hour. But don't worry, we got you for three more hours. We're probably going to get to Dale and Magnolia before we end this hour. And then we've got three more hours of Garden Line. And we're having some serious fun like we always do on Super Bowl Sundays. We're thinking food, glorious food. You want to share a recipe that's gardening-centric. It has to be heavy on the vegetables, fruits, nuts, honey. You can... Uh, let everybody know if we like it we'll ask ask you to uh, maybe send us an email version of it and we can post it on facebook speaking of facebook we're giving away tickets to the sci fair oh by the way if you do that if you want to share your recipe i we can hook you up with tickets to the sci fair home and garden show that is the, we're just going to make you email us eventually and then we'll hook you up with the tickets if you are neither facebook savvy or email uh, you have email ability and you want tickets to the sci fair home and garden show Call us. We'll set you up with a winner sheet, and then you got to be able to come to the radio station to pick up the tickets. So much easier to do this via email. Just saying. So with that said, the amazing Joey G. I haven't formally introduced you this morning, have I? No. We've had too much fun with everything else. That's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Griffin, over there behind the bulletproof glass, henceforth known as the amazing. He'll be the amazing Joey G. The rest of the day. Um, did you see my picture of the black velvet mulch from Landscapers Pride we posted? Yes, absolutely. Now, is that not some sexy mulch? Man, I say glorious dirt, but it's much more than dirt. Yeah, it's. I mean, that gives everybody an idea of the kind of mulches I would like you to use. The good shredded native. And the neat, neat thing about uh, Landscapers Pride, it's, it's local. New Waverly is where it's based out of, and they make bag materials of just about everything. And they locally source their ingredients. And they don't use chipped up pallets. And they don't use landscape timbers. Right? This is locally sourced ingredients. It's naturally organic. And if you want to check out what we were talking about, check out all their products. Check out their rose mix, their potting mix. Uh, they also do perlite by the bag. Not very many people do perlite anymore by the bag. If you're into indoor gardening and you like doing growing and working in things like 
perlite, vermiculite-based material, you're going to want to get to know Landscapers Pride. So go to the website, landscaperspride.com. They have uh, soils, they have mulches, they have compost, they have it all, and they have it all by the bag. You don't get this product by the bulk, but it's at 50 different stores in Southeast Texas. So that's the other reason. Go to landscaperspride.com and go green, go Texan. You know, they are TNLA members. They are Mulch and Soil Council members. They do a lot of really good things with the community, too. Landscaperspride.com. And if you ever get a chance to see the close-up of the picture of the black adult mulch, you'll see what we're talking about. Here is Dale in Magnolia. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, Randy. I have some quick questions. I think we can knock them out just really fast. Go, rapid fire. My dad died in December. I've let my lawn go. I've been out of state a lot taking care of him. He's 91. So here we go. So I'm doing um, kill, till, and fill in my backyard. I lost a large oak tree. My lawn seemed to settle. And so I'm having um, fungus problems. When should I do that? Anytime. You can do the compost top dressing anytime. So kill it, till it all up, backfill, come in with a fill. You can do that anytime. You don't have to wait for a certain month or temperature. All right. Second, I had some, I followed the fertilization. I've had some chinch bug damage. I took care of them. I have weak lawn. Can I go with top, um, top, 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 whatever we call it? Um, and Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Medina Soil Activator. Is the Medina a waste of time right now? It's not a waste of time, but Medina Soil Activator has nothing to do with chinch bugs. I, I understand that. Okay, if you have a My week wife. lawn, the compost top dressings first. The soil activator is like every other month, every month after that as a way to saturate the soil and work everything in. It's a continuing, ongoing basis. Okay, good deal. Tax, Texas wax myrtle. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm um, pacing this over several years and adding one every year. They're getting really tall. Uh, it's for to block the view of my neighbor. Can I tip them, uh, prune them at the top, and them get fuller and broader? Absolutely, you should. Several right. times, two, three times throughout the year. The more you prune the top, the more it fills out below. Um, Wet foot, uh, a shrub with wet feet, a small shrub. I'm I'm tired of um, replacing shrubs that freeze. I want a hardy shrub for the cold. You're going to make me go uh, have to come back to my own chapter in my book. I have have a book, and I've just not found um, something that works. Bottle brush, small. That's not a plant brush. that likes wet feet. No, 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 no. Well, see, they're thriving in the bed, and I cover them up during the freeze, and they look great right now. So maybe <coughs> it's not as wet as I'm. Thinking. Does it need to be a tree or a shrub? Shrub. I love umbrella plants. Southern wax myrtles still like wet feet. Um, okay. 
a little bit. I, don't, I can't believe your um, – if the Callistamin, the bottle brush is working, then the Southern Wax Myrtle is going to work really good. Forsythia, uh, Walter's Viburnum. That's, that's a really good one for the Magnolia area. Walter's Viburnum. Some people call it Arrowhead Viburnum. Viburnum, V-I-B-U-R-N-U-M. As you hear by the music, we got to wrap things up. I'll put you on hold and see if we covered everything. If you have any other follow-up questions, Dale, you can be the first one up next hour. Everybody else can get in behind Dale right now at 713-212-KTRH. everyone welcome back this is the garden line news radio 740 kth if you're just now tuning in we're giving away tickets to the cypher home and garden show so many different ways so uh hopefully you will check out our facebook post and if you weigh in on that over butchered oak tree some lady said she posted something on her neighborhood site Bell, uh, is it Bell? Bell Sanchez said, I see our school district crews and other lawn and landscaping crews do this. When I commented on a local page that it should not be done like this, I got attacked by so many. Attacked? Really? How so? What are they saying? I asked her to respond to that. Yeah, I mean, it, there's too much ignorance out there when it comes to... Well, you get uneducated. People may be new to the area and they hear the words that the trees need to be pruned in January, February. And then you get, let's just say, a lawn crew that's trying to make more money by trimming trees. And they don't have a clue how to trim trees correctly. Oh, you know what we ought to do? We ought to wake up um, Martin Spoonmore of the Affordable Tree Service with these pictures. <laughs> That'll wake him up. If anybody's offended by this more than me, it's the the really good tree companies. The ones with the, they've got loads of years of experience. They're not just trying to make a buck out there. Um, let's see. I'm looking real quick if there's any other great comments. Bottom line, if um, you commented on the tree pruning, especially Joseph Wesley McGee, anybody that wants tickets, send me an email. You can email me via ktrh.com, email me via randylemon.com. Send another email. Just, you know, say if we'll, we'll cross-reference you on the Facebook post, see if you commented, and we'll get you tickets to the upcoming SciFair Home and Garden Show. Speaking of Cypher, Cypress is the word. There is a Cypress location of Wild Birds Unlimited. And there's a good chance we will have some more cold weather. I don't know if we're going to have freezes, but birds need high-fat, high-protein foods to deal with the colder weather. That being the month of January, February, until we get to springtime. They have a, a new product this year at the Wild Birds Unlimited. And it's available in Lucid. It's the Winter Super Blend. They have it in seed cylinders and loose seed. It's packed full of seeds, nuts, bark, uh, butter bits. It's going to provide the birds with that fat, that protein, that nutrition they need during the colder days. Still goldfinch season. We will be through the month of February. If you want to feed the goldfinches, get the right feeders, get the right food. It's all about the birds right now. It's all about the cold weather. And 
all about the stuff that you need to attract the right birds. Just be a part of their program where you get 15% off like their no-mess blends. I I love the no-mess blends because you don't get weed seeds from that like you do from the big bags from the big box stores. WBU.com. Check out the website, WBU.com. There's seven locations. I mentioned one, Cypress. But there's Kingwood, there's Woodlands, Cypress, Memorial, Bel Air, Pearland, and Katy. They got you covered all over the place. One of the things we have not brought up yet this morning, I think it's worth mentioning, already had a couple of, you know, kill till fill inside or compost top dressing moments on the show in the first hour. Something I'd like everybody to add to their um, compost top dressing. You can do it before for sure. Even if you're only going to use like enriched topsoil as a top dressing, incorporate some azomite into either the compost or the enriched topsoil, or at least just do the azomite this year. There's so many benefits you get from adding trace minerals back to the soil. And that's exactly what azomite does. It's a one of a kind, like trace mineral package in one bag. I'd love for you to check out azomite.com. They have so many locations here in the Houston area now compared to just one year ago. It's amazing. There was like four or five places that carried azomite. Then Nitrofoss chipped in the warehouse and they started distributing it. And all of a sudden, it's all over the place. And the list gets bigger and bigger. You have places like Texas City Feed, Cinco Ranch Ace Hardware, Magnuson Ace Hardware, Pearland Ace Hardware. You have uh, nurseries and garden centers like Warren Southern Gardens. You get Southwest Fertilizer, Plants for All Seasons, Wabash Feed. So many different places. So check out azomite, A-Z-O-M-I-T-E dot com, and get this unique naturally mined material. It's never going to burn the plants. It's not going to restrict aeration or water penetration, but it is 100% natural and completely free of additives and synthetics or fillers. And what it does is it adds trace minerals, way more than NPK. Trace minerals are very necessary for our soils to be healthy. So can you all do that for me this year? And I mentioned, if anybody else wants to call them right now, I don't know if we can wake them up, but I'm thinking about giving it a try. Excuse me, I have to have my tea so I don't lose my voice. Um, affordable tree service. If they see these pictures of these overprune trees in Cyprus, uh, he'll have a conniption fit. And you'll know that if the true tree expert out there is totally offended by this, you should be too. So anybody that still needs their trees pruned, they won't be pruned like this if you call affordable tree service. I promise you that. In fact, they're the only people I trust to take care of the major pruning further into March. I mean, if you see any kind of pruning like this <laughs> into March and April, you're going to kill trees. So while we normally would have you prune everything December, January, February, three height of the dormant season pruning months, and you've not done it, and maybe you can't get on the schedule till the end of February, 1st of March, don't worry about it. I still trust Affordable Tree Service to do it the right way. 713 699-2663. Give me a sip. Mm-hmm. 713-699-2663. And then we're going to call him, <laughs> wake him up a little bit, tell him to go look at those pictures. Dale Magnolia. We were talking to him the end of first hour. He's back for more. What do you got, Dale? What was the name of the Viburnum? Walters or Arrowhead. Right. Walters right. Viburnum. Arrowhead gotcha. Viburnum. 
so my aerobic septic system, in addition to the rains, I'm having fungus issues, and I can't turn the direction of the spray because of some children's playground stuff. So is there a spray fungicide that I could just keep staying on top of that? I'm not sure I would want to. I'd, I'd rather you stay up with compost top dressing two times a year. Okay. Comp- more compost you put out there, the more you're going to uh, knock out the bad fungus. Awesome. All right. Randy, you have been awesome this morning. <laughs> Thank I hope you. you have a great day. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you very much. Can't help but have a great day. Uh, it is Amy in Pearland up next. Amy, good morning. Good morning, Randy. All right, I got a funny question, sort of. So I bought my girls a trampoline for Hanukkah. Um, how or is it possible to prevent the dead the grass underneath the trampoline from dying out? No, ma'am. They got uh, it's got to have sun. It has some because I'm on a corner lot. It just this doesn't have total 100%. No, you got six to seven, up or eight hours of direct sun. Okay. You so, just you, you um. I know a lot of people back in my day would put mulch underneath there, like cypress mulch or cedar mulch to keep insects out. And huh. and that way you have a little bit of erosion control too. Or okay. when the kids' feet, when they go tumbling off and down and under, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't just get muddy. Awesome. Okay, I can try that then. So there's a, a memory. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a trampoline god at one time. We had the best trampolines at the Walnut Bend Recreation Center. You could get so high on those things. I don't, don't mean drugs. <laughs> I, I mean air, elevation, your altitude. God, you could get so high. Uh, that was Those were fun days. My kids want a trampoline so bad, and I'm just one of the scared parents that really doesn't want it on my property. And I want all the litigation issues, the liability issues, I should say. <laughs> then we'll be back with more Garden Line calls very shortly, 713 713- 212-KTRH. Give us a call. Plus, when we come back, I'll reset the stage on our giveaway, how we can earn tickets to the upcoming Sci-Fair Home and Garden Show, and how you can get on the radio and tell everybody your Super Bowl recipe if it's gardening-centric. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, honey. We'll be back in just a moment. We're dirt cheap and proud of it. This is Garden Line with Randy Lemon. John Miller, you get the awesome award for the day, right, Joey? Yeah, there's some good posts out there. Oh, my goodness. If you're just now tuning in, we are... Uh, by the way, you guys are awesome today. Yeah, good <laughs> class participation, guys. Facebook class participation Sunday is just off the charts awesome today. John Miller, high five through the phone line. I am so stealing that and using that on my personal Facebook page. We have the most interesting man in the world shaking his head, you know, hand to forehead in disgust. <laughs> That's awesome. Pretty much if you responded on Facebook to this overpruning of the trees and you want tickets to the upcoming Cypher Home and Garden Show, just send us an email. We'll hook you up somehow, some way. If you're doing Facebook, you've got email. Come on. Send us an email. We'll hook you up. You guys have been awesome on this. So love the Tis But a Scratch one from uh, Joseph Wesley McGee. Some great comments in here, too, along the way. Um, 
wanted to read a lot of it. You know, I was looking through all of our Monty Python drops, and we don't even have that. Tis a scratch. I we don't have flesh wound. Hmm. Well, because you know what, most of our Monty Python drops are not from the Holy Grail. That's true. They're that from true. Meaning of Life. Yeah. And Life of Brian. <laughs> All right. So, um, so much for just taking a little off the top. That was a good comment, Karen Sue Davis. Oh my gosh, what were they thinking? Um, there was just a lot of really good comments in here too. Oh, here's the here's a really good one, Scott McElroy. Well, it will look good at Christmas if they wrap it in all in the lights. And then uh, Craig Hurley, his friend, obviously writes in Scott. More like Halloween. <laughs> That's awesome. So you'll have to go to Facebook if you want to see what we're talking about. And if you participate and you want tickets to the upcoming Cypher Home and Garden Show, send us an email. Are also looking for some recipes. When we come back after the bottom of the news hour, I'm going to read off a couple of my famous Super Bowl recipe ideas. Some you can put together really quick today. Doesn't take much, but they're very garden line centric. They've got either a lot of veg they're very vegetable centric, fruit centric, fruits, nuts, honey type centric. So if you want to share yours, call us and uh, we'll also hook you up with tickets to the Sci Fair Home and Garden Show. We'll be broadcasting from there February 16th. I'm not doing any appearance this coming Saturday, February 9th. Because I'm going to be competing in the steak cook-off challenge at the Ace Hardware Store on Jones Road. It's a part of the Grill Your Ace Off experience, but this is not the public feeding type one. This is a definitive steak competition. And if you... I know they have a couple of slots still open. The least amount of people that participate, the better chance I have of winning, right? Should I give out this information? (laughs) All right, so with all that said, and another thing for my personal friends on Facebook, y'all go weigh in on the historical significance of the rodeo poster if you're a personal Facebook. If you absolutely need to see that on Garden Line, I may post that before the morning's out. But I went, um, had a little daddy-daughter date night Friday night. My daughter absolutely loves saltgrass. (laughs) So we went. I'm standing in the waiting area, and I my glance over to the right, and I see an old rodeo poster. And uh, it's that old rodeo poster y'all all know if you grew up in Houston and went to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo for the concerts. All right? And there was a time when all those posters always looked alike year after year. They don't look like that anymore. But it shows the lineup of all the entertainers. There is a significantly relevant historical reference in there. And I say reference reference into country music if um you've seen it if you looked at all the comments on the personal side of it you'll know what i'm talking about but that's i saw that and i said i gotta get it i went to just go look at it i didn't know it was the one to me that was definitely significant significant in my wife's life let's put it that way 713-212-KTRH for all your garden line questions uh, super bowl recipe participation and if anybody else wants to weigh in verbally on the overpruned oak trees in Cyprus, feel free to give us a call. 713-212-KTRH. we got Maggie in Clear Lake up next, and we can get the rest of you in online, online on the phones right now. And then after the news break, Joey G, amazing Joey G, remind me to rattle off some of these recipes. Here is Maggie, Clear Lake. Good morning. 
Good morning, Randy. Uh, and I do apologize that you've answered this question, but I work on Saturday and Sunday, so I'm in and out on the radio. But um, I was, I've got a lime tree, and I'm also walking. <laughs> I've got a lime tree that uh, has a, a ton of bugs. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's on it that probably needs to be a little bit pruned this spring or next month. And I was wondering, should I go ahead and take them off or just leave those particular buds in well, it depends on where they are at. Are they at the top only, or are they all around the outside? Well, would you believe they're at the bottom? No, leave them alone. Oh, just leave them. We're going to prune some of them off here in a couple of weeks for uh-huh. cleanup purposes on a lime tree, but a lime tree doesn't normally need to be pruned very much. Just kind of clean up pruning. Make sure that all those buds are accessible when time right. comes. That's why I said if, if they're at the top, you could take those off in a couple of weeks and not have any ill effects. The little bit of pruning is going to cause some more bloom, and a feeding is going to cause some more blooms to happen in March. Yeah, uh, well, that well, that's good. Uh, speaking of what you just said about uh, leaving it, I am, wish that I hadn't pruned this tree a couple of years ago because I pruned it when it was like two years old, and um, now it's really bushy at the top, and it's still kind of smallish at the bottom. Do, do, am I explaining that? Mm, no, I, I didn't. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> the the limbs are are shorter and uh, the tree is narrower at the bottom. Well, that's why there when we do the pruning, we're going to do a little more significant near the top, and that's going to push the growth down near the bottom better. Yeah. Well, now that's just it. I did prune the. Well, maybe I didn't. I'm not going to say <laughs> I did. <And> Don't <laughs> make me catch you in a lie. <laughs> But I do Don't be lying on no Sunday morning church day. <laughs> All right, and that's why I'm trying to hurry up and get through work so I can go to church. Okay. But, um, the other uh, question I had about fruit trees, if I may, I've got a, I had to buy a new one because I lost my other one during a storm in October, and um, I'm not going to let it bloom. It's got flowers on it right now. Should I pinch those off? Absolutely. Or I let them take well, them away. I, I was going to pinch them when they got little. Fruit. You can. Oh, you can take them now as flowers, or take them as small little bead size uh, fruit, but the quicker you take them away, the quicker it's focusing energy to the leaves. To the, right, okay. Oh, and one more question. Real quick, uh, we're up against the news can, break. Can I, I'm so sorry. Can I spray with bonide while they've got flowers or fruit on them? Bonide what? Uh, for insects uh, control and things like that. Yeah, I've, absolutely. You just don't use, uh, don't use horticultural oil right now while we're still in the dormant season, that's all. And this is The Garden Line. We'll be back with more calls in just a moment. So I, I told a little bit about this yesterday i'll get a little more detail today by the way if you got a question now's time to get it in got a super bowl recipe you may want to listen to what i talk about here in a a minute 
before you dive in, but you can call with a Super Bowl recipe if it's gardening-centric. I'll explain that in a little detail. And I'll give you a couple examples of people that have emailed me this morning saying, is this, would this count? Both of them, yes. You're going to have fun with this. And then we're going to get Joey to talk about his brilliant idea. I need a better way of describing that. Having to do, remember this, Joey, with guacamole. Last time we talked about this. Okay. (laughs) Stand by. (laughs) Dean and Julie Nelson started Nelson Plant Food in 1983. I was in my junior year at A&M then. Um, Nelson Plant Food, man, they have their own manufacturing facility. This is one of the reasons why I like the way they formulate and blend and package all their products. Right there in Belleville, driven past their locations, the two different locations, many times on our motorcycles back in the day. You can also check this out at nelsonplantfood.com. The history is Dean's father, Wesley, and his older brother, Larry, built a fertilizer manufacturing plant in the Katy area in the 1970s. And this... What was neat about this is was this was the first suspension liquid fertilizer blend plant west of the Mississippi at the time. So they were trailblazers. In 1986, Dean invented the Color Star. Been, I've been recommending Color Star since day one. I sat my butt in the garden line chair because I got taught by Bill Zach. That, and he told me the whole story about the Shell and the landscapers, uh, the Shell oil company with their uh, gas stations. And a landscaper needed something to feed the plants once they went in so he didn't have to come back and do water-soluble plant foods every two weeks. You know, that's people that can be out there every two weeks doing water-soluble plant foods. That's fine. But most everybody can't do that and doesn't have that kind of responsibility, especially with businesses. So Dean invented Color Star and has long since then been known as the leading fertilizer for landscaper color beds in Texas. Now sells Color Star in 11 different states, way more than just Texas now. So, second fertilizer plant for Dean Nelson was constructed in Belleville 95, and this is the latest one that they just opened, gosh, I'm that about a year ago, also in Belleville. But <laughs> the neat thing, Dean and Julie now really enjoy driving to work in Belleville to their, I'm sorry, not, it's their, I guess you could consider it the third fertilizer plant because it's state of the art equipment, plenty of room, and for the first time ever, Dean and Julie have offices now. So when you get to nurseries and garden centers all over the place, look for Nelson Plant Foods, Color Star, and all the NutriStar. They have like hibiscus, NutriStar, hibiscus, bougainvillea. I've been recommending their bougainvillea food forever since as soon as they invented it because it's really one of the only bougainvillea foods out there. All right. So, um, Joey. Yes. Yes or no. If it's gardening, garden line centric, right? Lemon bars. Sure. <laughs> Good answer. Come on. It's gardening. Lemon. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Chili. Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Now, really gardening centric if you do what I do from time to time. I can make just a base chili. Yeah. We don't do beans here in Texas. <laughs> Says who you? Yeah. Well, excuse me. Who's the chef? You want? Have you never seen the um, the votes that come in when you do be, uh, chili beans or no beans? Yeah, I know. Way more no beans than in Texas than beans. Still doesn't mean you I find like out beans. who the Yankee is immediately in the audience. I'm from the South. I'm born in the South. No, you were born in the armpit of I, Texas. I was not actually. I was not. Oh, I thought you were True born. True story. In, in I was South born East. in Germany. Okay, so see, there's your problem right no, away. I, 
They're all about beans Look, in Germany. I like beans in my in my chili, and I like rice with my chili. It's okay. just the way it is. Well, then I'm going to take away your Texan citizenry <laughs> you card. You cannot. <laughs> okay, let me get back to my point. Okay? Yes, yes or no? Texas chili, when you add a lot more onions and like green chilies, like yeah. I'll saute green chilies mm-hmm. and a lot of onion and, of course, bell pepper. Yep, yep. And some people do celery just yeah, for bulking celery. it up. But if you saute and sweat out all those vegetables and make a good Texas chili with all those vegetables, that's very garden line centric. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, the uh, bacon wrapped jalapenos deconstructed is garden line centric. And uh, Joey and I got it. I forget what started the discussion, but you came up with this idea and we all went, hmm, it was going to have to give it a try. We were cooking on a big green egg and then I forget somehow it turned into guacamole guacamole and, uh, I was, uh, thank you very much and uh so i suggested uh w- w- you were talking about how to add girth to it right how to what you could oh, do yeah. to it to add girth and my suggestion was let's see if we can add bacon and see bacon and avocado go great together on sandwiches right so i guess if you'll crisp up the bacon and crumble it up really well and eat the guacamole immediately, you'll still get the crunchiness of the bacon. You can't let it sit in there overnight. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to get a little soggy after a while. Mm. So another way to do something garden line centric with like finger foods, um, you can do bacon wrapped dates. Uh, bacon wrapped dates are amazing I on just the had big a, green egg. I just had a brilliant idea. Okay. What if we make the guacamole and then we cook the bacon and put the bacon on the side around the guacamole you can kind of grab a piece dip it if you want to oh you gotta have good solid crispy pieces of bacon for that absolutely oh man that's decadent sounding yes (laughs) and then you i mean you still have all your other condiments and things that you want to add but you just put that bacon there's joey's phone ringing (laughs) you hear it on the microphone in the background um i like making things for dipping purposes too like mango infused um Salsas, mango pineapple salsa, um, pico de gallo, mango and pico de gallo. Pico de gallo is already garden line centric. But what if you add mango, just finely chopped up mango to that? That's a very garden line centric. Obviously, guacamole on the surface is very garden line centric and like that. So I'm giving you some ideas. Even if you want to make a stew, just put a ton of vegetables in there. Right. If you want to make a um, what would we call it? Short rib. Oh God, like a short rib, slow cooked. Bunch of carrots, bunch of potato, bunch of onion, bunch of mushrooms in there. It became garden line centric. You see my point? Hopefully, it's something we can all do and talk about and take part in as we get closer to the Super Bowl. Talk to Paula. Say that again. Oh, talk, talk, talk to I will. Paula. All right, let me do this. I. I I mentioned that we talked about that. Now let me give out the phone number if you want to weigh in on this. Or you just have a garden line question. Yes, I know. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We always have a lot of fun with that. But feel free. Ask your garden line question. Feel free, like Paula, to talk about this garden line-centric recipe for Super Bowl like we like to do here on the garden line. Maybe if you're going to cook on the Big Green Egg, period, tell me what you're doing different. Wait, you know, something way out of left field for Super Bowl. Something that... Beyond just ribs. And like even for me, beyond just steak. I'm doing some bacon-wrapped asparagus bundles. And I'm going to have a um, 
raspberry chipotle sauce that goes on top of that. <laughs> so there, we've, we just made it garden line centric. Here is Paula and Alvin, as Joey just mentioned. I have to hit the right button. There it is. Paula, good morning. Good morning. Right when he was saying that you could just take the bacon and use it to dip and Oh, oh no! I was going to say, I do that. Well, no, you I know what? You were ba- you were banking out. You were cutting in and out. You want to say it again? I make bacon every day, and I make guacamole almost every other day, and I eat the guacamole with the bacon. I do, too. No. <laughs> Instead of a chip. Instead of a chip. I know. It just you know, sounds great, but you got to be good at making crisp bacon. Oh, yeah. I cook bacon every morning. Well, I was going to say, if you cook bacon every day, you got to be pretty good at it. Okay, so <laughs> are you cooking it in a frying pan Cast or in the oven? Skillet. Cast iron skillet on the stove. That's why. Cast iron skillet. That says it all right there. Mm-hmm. But you, you go to places, restaurants still, breakfast restaurants still screw up bacon. They don't even know how to make it crispy. I've taught my kids, whether I, I'm proud of them for asking for it. When we go to breakfast restaurants and they, you know, they want eggs and a side of bacon, they ask politely, could you please ask them to make my bacon crispy? Because you've been to... Haven't you, Joey, been to like Denny's and IHOP's and other breakfast oh, yeah. thing and the limpy bacon that yeah, comes out? big floppy bacon. <laughs> floppy. I want something nice and crispy. Now we got to learn how to make it. It's like our, I mean, I mean, everybody's got a store like I've got a Kroger here in Tomball that makes, that sells in the deli the really thick bacon that I love to cook with. And she's like four ninety nine a pound. And it's, you know, it's not a bad deal at all. But you get, you know, maybe eight, ten pieces of that big, thick bacon. If you cook that up properly, that thick bacon, that's the one we're going to use for dipping the guacamole in. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Garden Line Calls, Super Bowl gardening-centric recipes, Garden Line-centric recipes. What do you think about my mango and pico de gallo? I know you were talking on the phone earlier, but I love dicing up mango and putting it in pico de gallo. Here's a little twist for you. What if you use turkey bacon instead of pork bacon? For what? For what we're talking about. Dipping? Yeah. I don't know that it... Does it cook up crisper? I don't know. I don't like turkey bacon. I just want to throw that out there. You know what? Can you just eliminate that from the discussion? (laughs) It's so sacrilegious on Garden I'll I'll make sure and take that out the podcast. (laughs) Please. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. 713-212-KTRH. Randy Lemon was and always will be a flower child. Peace, love, and uh, buds. Yeah. Garden Line continues, dude. I got a good feeling. Um, got an email from Timothy. Said yesterday you were talking about a an enriched topsoil. Do you remember what it was? And he gave me a little bit of detail. I'm pretty sure I was talking about uh, soil menders, turf soil builder. I do consider this one of the ultimate by the bag enriched topsoil. It's ideal for planting new grass seed in or laying new sod on top of, repairing damaged bare spots in the yard. When I talk about enriched topsoil, soil menders, turf soil builder. If you just need to break up thatch, soil menders stimulate. Another great product. If you uh, want to build up vegetable gardens with 
the soils that they make there, they're always these rich, rich blends of, you know, aged humus and essential supplements. They have a garden soil builder. They have a tree and uh, shrub planting mix. So think about all these ideal planting mediums that are made by Soilmender. And you can check them out, Soilmender.com. Plus, there's a find a store link at Soilmender.com. They're made in Texas by Texans for Texas gardeners. Soilmender.com. Here's Betty in Baytown up next. One more call on the bacon issue. <laughs> morning, Betty. Good morning. But I'm, de- I'm, I'm calling you from downtown Houston. Not Baytown, but downtown Houston. I discovered... A, Did I say about, Baytown? About two months ago, a Hormel's bacon. It comes in a little a, a, a long rectangular box. It's in a plastic uh, bag with a paper towel-like in it. You put it in the microwave for three minutes, and you get perfectly crispy bacon. Now, isn't that ridiculously bacon, overpriced, though? Yeah, it's like seven twenty-nine. Yeah, no, not gonna do that. But I'm with my grandbabies; they will do that. There, there's a spoiling grandma for you. There, <laughs> I hear you, but I'm not spending that much money when I know I can get it for like four dollars okay. for a pound versus that's probably like eight ounces. <laughs> but it's perfect for me because I'm a bakeaholic. All right. Well, I, I appreciate that. Ten bacon slices and eat it. Yeah, we, I have a question about. Yeah, you got a question? Bring it on. Okay, I have one of those. Um, what do you call it? Oh God, uh, you see them all the time in the uh, Asian stores. It's the tall bamboo. Bamboo. Okay, and I've had it two years in a little. And it was growing and growing, and then the leaves started changing colors, and I forget to water it. Well, I repotted it, but I, it had a lot of brown leaves. But at the bottom, it has grown two new puffs out of it. Can I cut the top of that off and see if it'll grow up? Anything that's brown, you want to snip away. Okay. Anything that's brown, snip till you see green. Okay. All right. Don't do that. Change it to a real, like I was just talking about, a really healthy potting soil. All right. Okay. What, what part of town do you live in? I live in Humble. Okay. You have like um, Warren Southern Gardens. You have a couple of Ace Hardware stores. Just say, I'm looking for some of the potting soil that Randy Lemon talks about, and they'll hook you up the right potting soil for what you're probably talking about is Lucky Bamboo. Yes, that's what it is. Okay, well, thank you. I will do that this week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In fact, most lucky bamboo doesn't get grown in soil. It grows in water. Yeah, it's rocks and water for the most part. Wow. Okay. So you can uh, look up. When you get a chance today, go look up lucky bamboo. Uh-huh. And the, all the pictures you're going to see are just water and rocks. So you can make that change easily today. Okay, I sure will try. Thank okay. you. But you can still grow it in a potting soil. Don't 
be fooled. You can definitely, anything in the Dracaena family, you can grow in a potting soil. I have no problem with that. And um, just make sure it's the healthy stuff. When you get potting soil at a dollar store, that is going to be some of the worst stuff on the planet Earth that ever could be constru- construed as potting soil. It's probably just loam. I, I actually did that years ago. We did a, I did a little video at my uh, sister-in-law's house. She used like dollar store potting soil for her plant. And over time, it just becomes rock hard because it's more loam than anything. That's something we can talk about next hour. What else do you want to talk about? Bring on your garden line questions. Bring on your uh, Super Bowl recipe ideas that are gardening centric. And we'll discuss 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. 713-212-KTRH. 212-5874. Lines are open. After the conversation we just had. So everybody just wants to participate on the Facebook posting. No one has asked for tickets yet. That's okay. I didn't say in the post that you get free tickets. I'm going to have to. But I, you know, I assumed a lot of people were listening and looking at the Guardline Facebook post at the same time. Probably not. Kind of interesting. No, seriously. How about this? My tea... Meyer Lemon, BZ Honey from the Arbor Gate Hives. I'm, I'm, I'm set. That's why I sound better. Still not perfect, but I definitely sound better than yesterday. Yeah, it's got to help. Mm-hmm. That, when you do local honey, it's good for your allergies, too, as a fight against allergies. It could be, we could spend a whole 30 minutes on that one day. I'm gonna, I, I did promise Suzanne we'll get to her in a couple minutes. Just, now, here's the couple minutes coming up. All right, because I want to talk to you about MicroLife fertilizer. We're in the heart of the fruit tree sale season. Uh, I forgot whose yesterday's was. We got some others coming up this coming weekend. Uh, you still have several counties, uh, even the uh, Urban Harvest one. I think is this coming. I don't remember. I'm not looking at the schedule. You can get the schedule online in our uh, archive of past email tips. But one of the things that I'd like you to try this year. Let's look at this a couple ways. If you've never purposely fed your citrus trees, your fruit trees, let's do that this year. And let's do it with an organic formula that really does a great job of feeding them and doing all the right things to the soil. You do all the right things to the soil, you're going to have great roots. You have great roots, you're going to have great growth up top. Feed consistently with MicroLife 624 Orange Label. Your plants need that nutrition in the soil. They're they're feeding year-round. They're not... The soils here don't go dormant. How about that? 
So we'll start feeding here at the end of February, 1st of March, every other month, whether it's citrus, avocado, stone fruit, temperate fruit, blueberries, blackberries, you name the fruit. Use the MicroLife 624, orange label. You'll hear us talk about green label, red label, 624s for MicroLife. Check out microlifefertilizer.com. It shows you every retail location in the state of Texas. And there's a bunch. I swear there's like 100 here in the Houston area. I may be off by 50, but <laughs> it just looks like 100 places when you look at that map. microlifefertilizer.com. So I mentioned the green label. Do you know that the green label formula is incorporated into many of the soils at Nature's Way Resources? It's a great marriage. They've been partners for a long time, Nature's Way Resources and MicroLife. So when you get the rose soil, when you get some of their you know, landscape mix and you get their vegetable mix, any of the soils you get at Nature's Way Resources, they already have MicroLife blended in them. Isn't that awesome? So they understand the marriage that needed to happen on those if you want to grow things organically. And I think that's just huge. Big thumbs up for me. If you're not familiar with the Nature's Way product, that's the home of the leaf mold compost. Started the compost top dressing revolution. We profiled that on our Friday profiles before. Um, you can still get there, even though they're not open in Nature's Way on Sundays. You can get a lot of their products by the bag. Mulches, soils, and compost by the bag at a list of retail locations that you can find at naturewayresources.com. That's naturewayresources.com. All right, as promised, Suzanne and Spring would be up first this hour, followed by John and Katie. Who wants to get in behind those two? 713-212-KTRH. Morning, Suzanne. Hey, Randy. I have a Lady Banks that I didn't even know was a rose till it burst into glorious bloom a year ago, but it's taken over the backyard, uh, and I need to fix the fence behind it. How far can I take it down? Well, I hesitate to give you like a, a third, a fourth, anything like that. If you've got to get in there and work on the fence, you take down as much as you need to. A Lady Banks rose will bloom back again. It'll grow back and it'll bloom again. It may take a couple of years to get really healthy again. But a rose can be cut back significantly in the first place. Okay. Does that make um, sense? What- yeah. So does it bloom on the old growth or the new growth? It's going to bloom on both. Okay. All right. Again, you can't, <clears throat> if you got a repair work, that's my first cough in an hour and a half. If you got repair work that needs to be done, I, I don't have a problem with you taking it way back one time and one time only. Okay. All right. And then to maintain it, because, you know, I don't want it to look like Tombstone, Arizona's rose. You don't want it to look like what? Tombstone, Arizona's rose that took over half a block. Okay. Well, feed it a rose food consistently. You know it blooms only one time in the year. As soon as that bloom is done, that's the normal time to prune. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not going to give you size or dimensions on the prune because I think you have a bigger problem you need to resolve first. Then we'll focus on refeeding it and growing it back up. And then we'll do cleanup pruning on definitely um, like three-year-old and older canes. You can always start taking, you know, keep the two and one-year-old canes and train them. Okay. Is that good enough to get you started? Yeah. Yeah. Training sounds like a good idea. Okay. All right. Thank All right. You. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye. 713-212-KTRH here is John and Katie, as promised. And we're going to be followed by Quinn and Friendswood after the next break. 
So, Quinn, just hang tight. Everybody else can get in on the open lines. You can get Suzanne's open line right now, 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, Randy. I've got a couple of issues here. Um, over the winter, and actually every winter, different weeds growing in potted plants that have survived the winter, like hibiscus plants, plumerias, and things like that. Um, is it okay to use Roundup or something like that to kill those? I mean, you're not getting any of the Roundup on the greens of the primary plant. Right. Um, is yeah. that is that that's not a problem, is it? No, it's not. And you know, and all the bad media that Roundup and glyphosate herbicides are getting, it's not you and me treating a potted plant. It's not you and me treating a a crack in the driveway. Right. It's the, yeah, it's I, yeah, it's it's agriculture. It's agronomic crops. It's you know corn. It's wheat. It's you know right. they are spraying the thunder out of that stuff onto the soils, and then you get the runoff. That's where right. the problems happen. And then the the one weed I have is kind of a clover looking deal that that you know. You could also use a broadleaf weed killer if it's a clover. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, those are the ones that get up there like uh, inch inch in diameter, right. you know, um, three leaves type thing. They're, it's just, it's, I don't know where they come just from. Just make sure you I add have... a surfactant to it, and okay. it, that's what's going to be the key to success, whether you use a glyphosate or whether you use a broadleaf weed killer. Always do. Um, the other thing uh, is uh, because of all that, I mean, we do a lot of potted plant work, um, and, and, of course, you know, not everything survives, so you end up with these pots of used really good soil. And, I mean, I mix the... You know, I use your the jungle land and the lady, but I mean, I've used good soils in the past. But if, if it's only plant, plant's been in there, a plant's been in there a year, maybe. You know, I mean, how do you? I mean, I try to reuse some of it. Um, is that is there a reason well, look, to or you, not use? I mean, I think I can make you a little bit of a soil expert immediately. Okay, you know what good soil looks like. When soil gets tired, it it loses that dark, moist color. All right. Right. And then that's the time you start thinking about replacing the soil. Okay. When you're looking at Good. soil after you get the weeds out and it still looks rich and healthy. You keep working it. Just add a little bit more in there. Just keep reworking it. But it will start right. looking tired and worn out when you need okay. to replace so like, it. So like a handful of like uh, the leaf mold compost in there when you mix it. Absolutely. Is that okay? okay? Handful of azomite, handful of leaf mold compost, whatever. Okay. That's what I'd okay. That's what I do. I just want to make sure. But once I'm on you the know, right track. just handing handfuls of that in does not help tired soil completely. So make sure it has life in it. You know what good life soil looks like. You've been working with it enough. Right. Okay. Okay. Good deal. You bet. Seven one three two one two KTRH. Quick little break. We'll be right back. I'm looking over a four-leaf clover. Looking over a four-leaf clover. Yeah. Heck, we're killing that sucker. This is uh, Weed Free Garden Line with Randy Lemon. I see what you're doing here today. See how many of these food songs you can come up with when I talk about them. Yeah, we'll see. This she one was kind of easy. They've been fun so far. Yeah. We've got Food, Glorious Food. Now, bacon was not a song, but it was a good drop. Yeah, I like that. This is a good one, having a way I brought up this. I said I could I could spend 30 minutes talking about why people believe honey is a great home, just a home remedy for 
making yourself resistant to allergies. But I will be the first one to tell you there is not a lot of scientific research to back it up. If it's a um, placebo effect, I'm all for it just because I want the honey. You know, I've heard a lot of home remedies that include honey just all over the board. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, the theory makes sense. But there's just no, there's no hard data. Some people will tell you, I'll show you a study that shows you that there's no effect. And someone will say, I'll show you a study that said there was an effect. But there's not a lot of, like, scientific journal documentation. And all I know is that when we started doing local honey, our kids were not having near the allergy problems. Again, we may be psychosomatically convincing them that they're getting better. I just like the honey. If I'm cooking with honey, I want the local honey. I think local honey tastes better. You can definitely taste the difference than getting mass-produced honey from the grocery store. So you see these guys by the side of the road selling honey? Buy it. You know, ask them where the hives were. Doing the local honey always makes sense to me. All right, let's get back to the board of calls. Quinn and friends would have been there the longest. Morning, Quinn. Morning, Randy. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you listening, buddy. I had a couple questions. I got, bought my first lime tree from uh, Ma's Nursery. Um, it's the Barris lime, if I pronounced it correctly. Uh, when suggest you, uh, should I plant it in the ground? When you're convinced we're not going to have any more freezes. Okay. And in... Friendswood, that could be today. Yeah. Right. But I want you to really look at long-term weather forecasting and be convinced. And even if you do get in the ground in the next couple of weeks and we get a March 1st freeze, just protect it. Okay. What about a what root stimulator do you recommend? I don't recommend root stimulator by those names unless they're 100% organic. I usually use okay. something like Medina has to grow as a transplant solution, and I usually add... Uh, super thrive to that mix. So if you go back to, and, and you're in Friendswood, even if you went to Magnus and Ace Hardware right around the corner from you, they're going to have super thrive and they're going to have Medina has to grow liquid plant food. That's Medina? Medina has to grow, H-A-S-T-A. Okay. Because you uh, you, you're going to let me do an old line from 22 years ago when I first started doing garden line. You ready? With has to grow, it has to grow. <laughs> what about adding dirt to the hole? Should I just use the same dirt? Or you want to use a mix of rose soil? I'd like you to do a little research on this. Okay. You can Google search my name, Randy Lemon. And I want you to look at tree planting technique, and I want you to do Randy Lemon uh, raised vegetable bed. We just did a tip sheet on raised vegetable bed. We're talking about two parts rose soil, one part compost. For a raised bed. Well, I'm blending those two techniques together, and we wrote about that in the book, Texas Stuff Gardening, in true detail, where we're going to use our tree planting technique, but our amendment is going to be the two parts rose soil, one part compost that we would use for vegetable bed. So we end up with a slightly raised bed. The other thing I would consider doing with a lime tree for the first couple of years is grow it in a container, just a little bit larger than what you bought the tree in, so you can okay, get the right David, soils okay. in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Another question also, the uh, lime tree. Potting soil and compost from a dirt yard versus bagged potting hey, we soil. We don't use potting soil for outdoor no, no, no. I'm planting. I'm talking about a plant, 
Oh, not for outdoor planting? No, not for outdoor planting, and I'm not going to put a tree in potting soil either, even if it's in a container. We're going to use rose soil, rose soil and compost blended together. Or, like these, you know, you're in Friendswood, you get to either Magnuson Ace Hardware, go back to Ma's Nursery and tell them you need the kind of two parts rose soil, one part compost to do a container tree in. What about just my regular outdoor plants and flowers? I'm just tired of buying bags of, uh, of dirt. Can I go to the... Yeah, you can buy, you can do outdoor flowers in rose soil, period. I want what you to consider a, it. If I'm trying to get bulk at a, my local... Well, they're, they're going to have, the bulk places might have something that's considered a landscaper's mix. Just find out what rose soil really looks like, and you can go to our recent tip sheet on building the perfect beds for vegetable bed gardening. You know, what we're trying to do is get that rose soil start, add some compost for whatever we're trying to do, really, from flowers to vegetables. But don't use potting soil for any outdoor trees or any outdoor beds. Container gardening, yes, you can use potting soil, and we recommend several of them. Like I said, if you went to the Ace Hardware store in Friendswood, Magnuson, they'd probably recommend something like Jungle Land Flower and vegetable mixed. Perfect example. And so many others I talk about here on the show. Uh, but we got to take a break for news, weather, and traffic. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Challenge accepted, young man. Well, how cool would that be, you know? Hey, let's tell everybody what we're talking about. <laughs> February 22nd. Well, see, it's, it's somewhere around February 22nd, 23rd is National Chili Day. Oh, this year it's February 28th. All right. But we're going to... I'm not going to wait till the end of February. We get to the 1st of March. We're not going to wait then. So the 23rd... We're going to definitely get into a chili debate and chili discussion. And I think you're going to lose on so many different fronts, Joey. Oh, I'm sure I will, that it will not change my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand fast. You're going, to, you're going to try my chili with no beans and no rice. Okay. You can dust it with a little bit of onion, dust it with a little bit of cheese, dust it with a little bit of sour cream, however, well, make, whatever makes you happy. No, if it's if it's good, I shouldn't have to or, dust it with anything. We're not going to girth it up with beans and rice. <laughs> Our favorite phrase around here is girthing things up. <laughs> All right. You bring your recipe, I'll bring mine. We're going to have to bring judges from Doug Pike down the hallway yeah, to Nikki, Nikki Courtney. Yeah. Shannon, do we know? I know Shannon's she, last name. On a Saturday, she'll be here. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, this is Saturday. We're gonna do this. All right. I think I, I definitely gonna be able to pull this off because I'll probably have to be in studio no matter what because of an appearance afterwards. Well, I have a, I have an ace in the hole. So. Okay. I have my grandmother. Oh uh, well, now she's not allowed to cook it. <laughs> you have to cook your own. Oh, I can cook my own, but I have her recipe. But we're gonna get. We're going to 
open up the discussion for beans, no beans on chili. Even Nick Zupan, you know that name, Joey? He's our Wisconsin listener. Yeah. All right. Even Nick Zupan. He's in Wisconsin, where all them Yankees that put beans in their chili are from. I think he's from here originally, that's why. Never put beans in chili. It's got to be pepper-centric. Chili with beans is just stew. It's a soup. Somebody has not been making the right chili for you guys. No, well, I've been making the right chili. Trust me on this. <laughs> Ask any of my relatives. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send, I'm going to sick my sister-in-law, Melissa, on you. She ha- she absolutely has to know whenever I'm making my chili. So, there. Take a deep breath. We'll be okay. We're going to get Joey on our side here soon, ladies and gentlemen. Come February 23rd, we're going to celebrate a week in advance on National Chili Day. And we're going to the, the age-old debate. Tale as old as time. Beans, no beans. <laughs> you need to get that drop ready. Tale as old as time. And just leave it right there. All right, uh, who's been there the longest next? I believe that's Terry in Bay City, followed by Jim in Clear Lake, Maryland, and Midtown. Let's go. Terry, Bay City, good morning. Hi, Randy. Um, Okay, I have a boring question about grass. About a month ago, I got a pallet of grass, and I prepared the soil real pretty good, and then I laid it each each little square close by each other like you're supposed to, and it's kind of settled in, and for the most part, it's it's looking pretty good. There's a few spots on the grass that kind of look like they're dead but it's okay uh but it's settled in now and it's uneven and it's like i can tell where the squares were right next to each other and i think i heard one time that you can spread mulch or compost compost okay compost compost. you can also we've been talking about this phrase all day today enriched topsoil because it has compost and dirt kind of blended together thoroughly Okay, like this, I, is a great opportunity. If it's not, if it's just one pallet, you probably just need a couple of bags, few bags of the um, of any kind of enriched topsoil. The one I would mention in detail when I was talking about soil mender, turf soil builder. Okay, or I could just get some compost from a local nursery around right. here. Right, we're fixing to get an Ace Hardware. We don't have it yet, but we're fixing to get one. And your one of your last um, uh, callers, they were talking about uh, transplanting. Little trees like lime trees and stuff. Well, just to put it out there, this has been my go to like for forever. We make a trip to Lake Jackson and I buy stay green tree and shrub soil. And I think it's got it's got some little beads, so I think that's some kind of fertilizer that's mixed in with it. But every time I plant anything, I make sure I have a great big bag of that and I mix it in with the soil. And, well, um, you don't have to drive far to get that same kind of thing when you get the uh, Nature's Way, like rose soil or citrus soil. It's already got the microlife blended in, and I'd rather do that with an organic fertilizer when I'm planting a tree because I believe stay green synthetic. Stay green. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, we don't have anything like that around here. And if you if you do buy it, you have to buy it from a nursery, and it's very, very expensive, and the bags are a little tiny. Oh, well, I... You know, good soil is is worth the price, and you're not going to find cheap, you know, like less than three dollar bags of soil that we're going to plant things in. Really good soil for us starts at around ten dollars a bag. Yeah, well, the stay green is a huge bag, and it's it's about seven bucks at Lowe's. Yeah, I'm I just don't like the idea of the synthetic fertilizer in there. That's all. Okay. Hey, could I ask one more quick? Real question? quick, you got a lot of people behind you. Oh, I do. Okay. Well, I'll save it for another time then. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. And uh, the people behind you. Okay. Thank thanks. you for that too. Um, who do we say was going to be up next? Jim, Clear Lake. 
Oh, my goodness. I can't get the call. There it is. Call screeners did a hiccup for me. Jim, Clear Lake, good morning. Yes, sir. Do you have a question? Well, a quick comment. Your disclaimer on the uh, local honey was correct. Uh, as a certified uh, <clears throat> You're breaking up really bad there, Jim. Oh, uh, let me try. All right. You, you said the disclaimer was right on. What else were you saying right behind that? Oh, as a trained board certified allergist, bees frequent... Uh, Entomophilus plants, not anemophilus plants. Anemophilus plants like ragweed, oak, etc., cause allergy. The uh, plants that bees go to do not. So the rationale is it makes no sense that local honey would do anything for allergy. Just to... what? What's the phrase? It's if you think it works, yeah. it works. There you go. <laughs> so if you think throwing salt over your shoulder dispels bad luck, then then by golly, that'll work for you. Okay, so then here, you're going to tie this in beautifully. Ready, Joey? We had a trend for, if we ate carrot cake before every Texas A&M game when I was the producer of the R.C. Slocum show, sure. we won. Well, and we go. were undefeated for three years <laughs> in the Southwest Conference. And lost three straight bowl games because we couldn't get our hands on carrot cake before the bowl games. Well, and I, I, I often use this uh, parallel. Lots of ladies eat potatoes. Some become pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. I, I'm not sure of the connection, but... <laughs> not sure uh, of the connection. It's like the local honey. So um, if you're a, an allergist, do you believe in the drops? Uh, like if I'm allergic to pine tree, I take the pine drops, and that makes uh, me resistant to it. There are some very limited applications. That the ninety percent of what's going on is bogus, but there are some extremely limited uses of um, different treatments that are oral. So, but the majority is bogus. Yeah. <laughs> we could we you and I could talk all day long probably about allergies and stuff like that. But I'm a sure. firm believer that if, you know what you think about you bring about and so if you oh, yeah. think it works That's right. And you need okay. some honey in your life, might as well get the, the psychosomatic benefit of it. That's right, potatoes and pregnancy. So. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Anytime, buddy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We get debates with medical people all the time. I love doing that. I used to get in debates with veterinarians on the air 20 years ago about certain things, especially when it came to Sago palms and stuff like that. So what's the perfect drop for? Okay. I'll tell you what. We'll take a quick little break. We'll come back. I've got Maryland and Midtown, Brad and Pinehurst. And if you've got a question, you got to get it in now because we're coming up on our last hour. Can you believe that? In a fun way, today's flown by. Cannot believe we're technically want to get back, do a few more calls. We're going to be down to one last hour for the Garden Line weekend. Seven one three. This is Garden Line, where we always take time to smell the roses and also trim and water them. And when no one's looking, we sing to them. <laughs> Garden Line continues.
had you been my producer six, seven, 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 eight, seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, yeah, you would have been invited to what we called a stinky, stinky cheese and wine party. Stinky cheese party. Stinky cheese and wine, because stinky cheese and wine go great together. Think How? blue cheese and wine. Why? Like what? It pairs so good. It makes the wines pop. To me, it's just the the weirdest combination of stuff. Oh. You're still too young to appreciate that. Seven one three two one two KTRH is our number. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. RCW Nursery, the Get It Got It Nursery, two forty nine in Beltway. They are just amazing people. They also have their own tree farm, so they have the some of the best like in the thirty forty five, no more than sixty gallon examples of the trees that they have. They have you know five and ten and fifteen gallon sized trees, and they grow well over like. 26, 30 different varieties. Definitely the top 10 in my world. But this is just the great get it, got it nursery. They get it. They understand it. They know what works here. Vegetable beds, herb beds, roses. Oh, my gosh, rose season coming up. They're the rose experts. They get it. They understand it. And because of it, they got it. That's why I call them the get it, got it nursery. 249 in Beltway, online, rcwnurseriesies.com. Stop on in today. Tell them Randy Lemon sent you by. Another one of those great family-owned and operated nurseries. Here's Marilyn in Midtown up next. Morning, Marilyn. Oh, wait, Marilyn, take two. I got to hit the right button. Marilyn, take two. Good morning. Good morning, Randy. What's up? Uh, I've been trying to get this southern lawn you know, to get these weeds and so forth. It just misses all the time. Don't know what to do. So I have a concentrated for southern lawns, and I have a hose connection for it, but it it says that it's... Okay, it, if it's Bonide, B-O-N-I-D? Uh, yes. Okay, for, we can't it, use it, for it, southern for lawns weather. right now. Right now, okay. When it says it's concentrated, I don't know what what to do. Um, if you have a pump up sprayer, you're going to take the concentrate up like three ounces to a gallon of water. Well, okay. Uh, I don't have the pump up. I have a hose. If you have a hose and sprayer, uh-huh. then you dial it to like two and a half ounces. Two and a half ounces. But make sure you put a little surfactant in that mix too. Well, accordingly to the southern. I know. What it says on it. Are you going to listen to me? Or are you going to listen to them? It says it has surfactant. I know, in but it. not enough in southeast Texas. Oh, okay. And, I'm just and, asking you to put a splash in there. Okay, and also <coughs> the uh, uh, soil uh, soil activator. I've got plenty of that. Yeah, but that's separate application. I know it is. Okay. Okay. Thank you very yeah, and much. And then that you, say, the you put like too? six ounces per gallon of water on the dial. Six ounces on on what? On soil activator. So and six ounces on and. And then two and a half ounces. On the the herbicide. Two and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Randy. And then put a splash of surfactant in there. Yeah, there's um, a lot of the Bonite products will tell you they already have a surfactant. Don't add any. It will reduce its surfactancy. I get that. I understand that. I know the CYA moment there. But they don't understand how hard our waters are down here. We've got to give it that little added extra boost. I've been recommending it for years, despite what it says on the label. We have not killed any yards by adding a little extra surfactant. You get a lot of people. When we did our profile on Bonide Weed Beater Ultra, there are a lot of people that backed us up on Facebook saying, been doing that for years. Works great. Never killed a yard after that. Brad Pinehurst, my apologies. Just kind of flat ran out of time this hour. 
If you don't mind hanging on during the news, weather, and traffic break, that means you'll be the first one up next turn. I'll give you all the time you want. The rest of you can get in behind Brad at 713-212-KTRH for our final hour. 713-212-5874. What else can I tell you? If you want tickets to that Home and Garden show, go participate on Facebook with that tree pruning debacle, and then I'll send out messages to everybody saying, if you want tickets, send me an email at this address. Burgundy, Tartelette Oh dear, I seem to have cut myself. <laughs> Camembert, Brie, and Cheddar. We're having a cheese and wine party. <laughs> That's really good. Where'd you find that? <laughs> oh. Julia Child. I first, when I was like a teenager, I thought she was like a spoofed person, but she was for real. And she just basically gave you a stinky cheese and wine party yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, she hooked it up right there, didn't she? Mm. Very cool. Hey, I real quick, I'm going to get to Brad. And then right after Brad, I got a special guest coming in because we are getting close to rodeo time. And if we're getting close to rodeo time, that means we're getting close to world championship barbecue time. So for those of you on hold, hang tight. We're going to definitely talk to Brad. We're going to definitely talk to Dave Stone with the Houston Livestock Show Rodeo Championship Barbecue World Championship Barbecue. And, uh, and then we'll take our first break, and then we'll hammer out as many calls as we can get in in the next three segments after that. So bear with us on that. But here's what I wanted to talk about. Ma's Nursery. They're at 5511 Toddville Road. They've got a spring vegetable class this coming Saturday. It's one of the best classes they do. It's one of the most well-attended classes they do. And the reason I want to bring this up now and emphasize it before we even got to Saturday, February 9th, is you want to be signed up for this. You want to be in on the class. Now, just like yesterday's Camellia class, there's a fee. Class fee's $40, but you're going to be getting $50 worth of stuff. And you get a coupon for 20% off all the vegetable plants and that's purchased the day of the class. So it's a very popular spring vegetable gardening class. Jim Moss, Pat Cordray, and Paul Nestra will be leading the class. Nestra? Nestra? I wonder if that's just a misspelling. But good idea to get in on this class. An hour and a half class includes instruction, planning, uh, details, how to maximize your production, how to keep them free of pests. It's a very hands-on class, and you're going to want to be planning a, you're going to be planting a container garden is what you're going to end up doing and taking it home. That's the $50 worth of stuff. They're, they're going to provide the supplies, the planter, the container, the plants, and the soil. You just need to bring your garden gloves unless you want to get your hands dirty. And I'm okay with that too. Playing in the soil is therapeutic. Remember we brought that up on Garden Line's Facebook page. Getting your hands dirty, getting a little dirt on the fingernail. Very therapeutic. It's as, it's as good as taking Xanax or something like that. <laughs> Moz Nursery, M-A-A-S, MazNursery.com. Get signed up for the class. 
5511 Toddville Road in Seabrook. Brad is in Pinehurst. Thanks for hanging in there during the news break, Brad. What do we you bet. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, a couple questions and then one thought on your chili. Uh, first question is, I got, uh, I've got several plum trees. One is, it's been in there about seven years, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. It's Do you know what variety at all? Huh? Do you know what variety it is? Well, I got it from I got everything from Arborgate, but um, okay, it's it's blooming now. It always blooms now with the leaf blossoms, not the fruit blossoms. White blossoms fills out with leaves, and I I'm just not finding anything online. I just thought you and I I haven't been back over there to Arborgate. Yeah, well, I, you don't have to go to send them a message. They'll probably be able to help you. Uh, okay. Write down this email address info at arborgate.com, and they're really responsive to those emails. Okay, okay. I'll and they can help you figure out which producer. one. I am gonna. I would guess, Wally, there's probably a methylene. And if no, it, I have two others. Okay. They don't do, they don't do the same thing. Right. Yeah, so you're going to have to ask them about that. Okay. Hey, the other thing, I know bees is not your thing, but um, I was just curious if you might know what, it has to be trees. The, my bees are bringing in pollen right now at a level that's just staggering. It's kind of a white, creamy pollen, and I know it has to be a tree just based on the volume they're bringing in. Do you know? Do you have any idea what might be blossoming as far? Well, as I'm I'm gonna send you right back to the folks of the arbor because they are really good at bee stuff and they understand the pollen cycles better than anybody. I, okay. I didn't. I, no one's brought that up yet. It's interesting we brought it up about um, honey making, but um, I do not know what's out right now. I'm sure it's a tree. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. I, well, it doesn't have to be because there's some grasses trying to push through right now. When I say it's grasses, just, I'm talking ornamental grasses. Yeah, when I say and, and weeds, you know, when you, you when you see volume like that, it's got to, it's it could be a weed. Yeah, that could be. It could be. But all right, I'll ask. Not something that I would consider up my alley, knowing when all the pollens hit. Yeah. You know the uh, the local weather forecasters like to consider themselves uh, pollen experts. That may be another <laughs> avenue of expertise for you. To check yeah, out well, on. You don't have to be right to be a weatherman. You know that. <laughs> hey, I was waiting for somebody else to say it. <laughs> Not just me. All right. Good uh, luck with that. Hey, Chili. Info. Oh, yeah. You had a comment. Yes. I just wanted to tell you not to get all preachy on a Sunday, but if you go to the book of Leviticus, <laughs> chili without beans is listed as unclean food. So there you go. <laughs> Are you serious? Or are you just making that up? <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have to look that up if you're serious. <laughs> Fact checking. Bye. <laughs> Let's send the Channel 11 fact-checkers in on this. <clears throat> the book of Leviticus is unclean. All right, let's get to, uh, really, speaking of food, speaking of chilies, because I know people make it at while they're at the rodeo barbecue. Uh, here's David Stone. He's the chairman of the World Championship Barbecue Committee. I hope I said that right. Right, David? You did. You did. Good morning, Randy. I can't believe this is right around the corner, dude. 
Oh, it's already here. We're getting ready to kick off our 46th annual World Championship Barbecue Contest, uh, February 21st, 22nd, 23rd, coming up fast. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? It is. It is. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're open, uh, we're 5 to 11 on Thursday, 12 to 11 on Friday, and 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Saturday. All right, so we got the dates, and this always is the kickoff to the rodeo season, right? This is the kickoff event for the rodeo uh, on the property at the same time. It's, we actually have the horse show going on over in the arena at the same time as our barbecue contest. Uh, horses, schmorses. Let's talk food. Okay. <laughs> um, the, one of the neat things I've always loved about the barbecue is just you get uh, participants worldwide now. We do. We do. Actually, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, this is the World Championship Barbecue Contest. We have teams coming from all over the country. We have reciprocity agreements with the American Royal, the Jack Daniels, the Austin, and San Antonio Barbecues. But we also are in the process of setting up agreements with a, a couple other ones where we are actually bringing in from the uh, Australian Barbecue Association. So we've got two teams coming in from Australia this year. We've got Great Britain coming in. They're bringing a, a team. Actually, this is uh, the Great Britain team has been here uh, every year since we started. We've got Japan is coming back again this year, uh, Sweden, Canada, and Brazil. So we've got seven teams coming from uh, outside the country to compete in our contest. Okay, I need to know where the Brazilian team is because, you right. know, they do know how to do churrascarian meats better than anybody. Okay. They they know what they're doing. This will actually be their first time to be here. So we're <laughs> we got to find that one. So uh, it it there's parts open to the public and parts is just the 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 private competition, right? Correct. Uh, this is a barbecue cookoff, so it is a championship contest for the teams. We've got 252 teams, uh, all of them competing for the the, the trophy and buckles, and uh, we also have the uh, you know for the, that's the private part of it because they are actually actively competing. We have the uh, Carnival is open. We have the our, our Chuck Wagon, which is open. That's our, our food venue for the public, where we have a sliced beef plate with chips and a drink. And then and we've got covered seating. We, we're, we're trying to make sure that everybody that comes out has a place to go and enjoy themselves. So after you get done with the Chuck Wagon, you can grow, uh, go right across just 100 yards away to the uh, Miller Light stage which is where we have live entertainment. On Saturday, we have uh, Corey Morrow and, and uh, Roger Krager. So we've got some really good entertainment on the stage, which is free to the public. All right. Again, and it's uh, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd of February, so it's coming up soon. How do we get tickets? Tickets are available at the gate. Uh, you can pre-buy tickets online. Go to HLSR.com. Uh, I would recommend go to HLSR.com, go to the World Championship Barbecue Contest. You'll find all the information you need there. I would also encourage people to use the app. Oh, the app there download the app, app, huh? Absolutely. Download that Rodeo Houston app, and it'll tell you where to park, how to get there, the hours. It tells you everything you need to know about the entire show. And, uh, again, this year we're sponsored by Comcast Business again, so we want to appreciate uh, show our appreciation to them. But the app online, and uh, that's how you get there. All right. Uh, and highly encourage everybody to use the uh, park and ride services, right? Absolutely. Yeah, park and ride, uh, the uh, Metro Rail has really picked up popularity lately. So there's parking lots where you can park and then ride the light rail. Uh, I would suggest the, 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 the uh, shuttle service. We've got several different lots, again, on the app. And just park. And, and don't don't worry about the traffic down there. Come down and, and enjoy yourselves and, and you know, don't worry. Don't stress over the traffic when you get down there trying to find a place to park. All right. Give the website out one more time and give the app it's, out one more time. 
It's HLSR.com or RodeoHouston.com or go to the App Store and do Rodeo Houston. Awesome. I love it. World Championship Barbecue coming up 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. David Stone, he's the chairman of that committee. Uh, thanks for all you do. I know y'all make it a lot of fun, and I can't wait to hear how the uh, Brazilian team fares this year. Absolutely. Mm. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> Thanks, David. Appreciate Have that. Everybody else on hold, hang tight. We're going to take our first break this hour, our final hour for the weekend. So if you're on hold, you'll want to hang in there, and we'll get to you. And if you are a fast finger dialer, you can get our one open line at 713-212-KTRH. That's 713-212-5874. Much like the barbecue has been a tradition for years at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, and I remember uh, when it really took off right around 1982, 83, 84, um, you know that you think about traditions with Houston like that. There's one lawn and garden tradition that's been around since 1955. I mean, that's incredible amount of time at the same location. That's Southwest Fertilizer. I want if I'm talking about a product you can't seem to find anywhere, you will always be able to find it at Southwest Fertilizer. They're a great teaching ground for the homeowner. They're a great teaching ground for the agriculturalist still as well. It's a feed store. It's a tool store. It's a lawnmower shop. Just great people doing good things for us. They're a go-to place for whenever I say you got to get a pair of eyes on it as well. Their staff is well-trained in helping identify those insect and disease problems and identification problems that we come up with on the garden line. Bob Patterson, his entire staff do such a great job. I'm glad, glad and have been their great extension and sponsor of Garden Line since day one. I mean, before I even came in, they were a sponsor of the Farm and Ranch show that was the precursor to Garden Line. And they have been a part of us ever since. And I'm so glad they are because, you guys, they are a big extension of what we do here on Garden Line. Southwest Fertilizer, the corner of Bissonette and Renwick, online, southwestfertilizer.com. And my favorite, online as well, yardgeek.com. ACDC said it best. Being around the bush. And around here, we don't beat around the bush. Get in there and get to the root of the problem. It's Garden Line with Randy Lemon. Now, this is only for people who are personal Facebook friends, but I may actually put this on the Garden Line Facebook, too. But um, I posted a picture of the old rodeo poster from 1983. It shows the lineup of acts. Cool and the Gang, Mel Tillis, Merle Haggard, Hank Williams Jr., T.G. Shepard, Lacey J. Dalton, Eddie Rabbit, Roseanne Cash, Conway Twitty and Sylvia, Ricky Skaggs and Janie Fricky, Don Williams. Don Williams. So many Crystal legends. Crystal Gale. Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers Band, Charlie Pride, the Oak Ridge Boys. All my, the, in, I said, what's the historical significance of this sign? I saw it at uh, Saltgrass Restaurant, 290 Barker Cypress. It's way up high above the bar. But I was able to get a picture where it just showed all of the acts. And it was this. And I'm going to read Brent Brooks's comment because, Brent, you're a good writer. Brent put it, and, and he was actually being politically correct, and I'll give you the non-political correct answer in a second. Eddie Rabbit got sick the day of the show. They needed a replacement. Someone knew of an actual rancher cowboy who also sang. That cowboy was the king, George Strait. The rest, as they say, is history. That was the show. Isn't that a good way yeah, of writing very that? very good, very good. Good job. You can come write for me, Brent. That is the 
best description I've ever heard of this whole thing. And it was amazing. Oh, I love all the other input on that. But I just happened, I happened to be a student worker for Texas A&M's uh, media department and television station and working for my first year with uh, the rodeo media department in 1983. So I knew about this whole story. I didn't know who George Strait was either. And then I go back to work from the next year. George is there like honorary uh, judge for everything from barbecue to horseshoe to hay baling. I had to shoot video of him. I got to meet him. Still didn't know who he was. Went back to school. All the kids in the class go, so uh, what did you do? Well, I worked with this guy named George Strake or something like that. And all the girls went nuts. <laughs> all the college girls, they already knew about George Strait. 36 years ago, my friends. God, that's crazy when you think about it. All right, let's get back to the board of calls. Here is Joshua and Katie up next. Morning, Joshua. Morning. What's up? Uh, yes, sir. Um, I'm looking to replace my sod, and I was one of my neighbors. He, uh, he he did seed, and it came out pretty well. It's got a bit of clovers and weeds in there, but I was kind of curious if thoughts were on that. Okay, well, you can seed, but not now. You need to wait for it to be significantly warmer. When? What did he seed with, and when did he do it? So you're not misled here. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know what he used to seed it with, and I was going to ask you what your suggestions were on. Well, if you want to do Bermuda grass and seed, you can wait till April, end of April, all of May, June. Three best months to do the the seeding. You can't get the Bermuda seed to germinate right now. If you absolutely needed some seed out for uh, erosion control, you could do rye grass for the next couple of months. But solid sod is the answer if you need it done right now. Okay. Um, well, no, I mean, really, I can go either way. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to, this, I thought the seed maybe save a little money. Oh, no, a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But you have to have the ground uh, like, prep thoroughly. Well. The only thing was he had, he had some, a little bit of clover and weeds in there, that's all, but I don't think he really took too much time to take care of it. Yeah, he probably didn't even germinate the grass properly either. Um, my questions were, would be like your suggestions on um, soil prep and things like that? Well, n- no different. I want you to read the kill, till, fill, and sod tip sheet that we have. Okay, yes, sir. I followed that last now, week. I was going to do it. Just replace sod with seed in April. Kill, till, fill, okay. seed. Gotcha. Okay. And just make sure I keep it wet, right? <laughs> yeah, once you get the seed down there, yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Any suggestions for maybe covering it is like for wind and stuff like that, taking the seed away? For winter? No, no. For like the wind control of taking the seed away? Like anything? Don't do it on maybe. a windy day. <laughs> just don't do it on a windy just day. Just once you well, make contact the seed like with the soil the on a non-windy uh, day, it's going to work. Okay. Well, I read also like maybe covering the the area with like some kind of I don't recall what it was they're talking about, but there some kind of material. No, not okay. when you're trying to make seed contact. You just you're probably you see those um, hydro seed hydro mulching trucks. They spray the seed out. That's probably what they're talking about. But you don't need to do that on one lawn. You just make sure you do it on a non-windy day and make contact with damp soil. It's there. It's not going away. Um, who's been there the longest? Curtis in Baytown. Curtis, good morning. Good morning. What's up? I just had a question about how uh, got pecan trees that they're just, I mean, they're they're edible and everything, but the pecans are not full. You know what I mean? Are you uh, feeding them consistently? Well, no, I just, uh, that's what I'm wondering what to do. Yeah, uh, it's just a, a matter of consistency of moisture, a matter of consistency on food. Um, most of the fruit nut foods that you hear us talking about, Nitrofoss has a great one as an example. The Any fruit nut food on a consistent basis, and we're going to start it in March when it starts flushing out with growth and every other month, and we'll suspend by the 1st of October. So we're going to get at least three, if not four, feedings in with the food. And then that moisture has to stay consistent when we're in droughty months because that consistency on both avenues will lead to better, fuller, 
pecans, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. And and um, I guess we uh, just go around the root, where the root area is. Yeah, it'll tree. tell you on most of the bags of pecan nut food what, where to be inside and outside of the drip line, how many feet away from the, the trunk. They're very detailed in their advice. Uh, quick little break for news, weather, and traffic. Uh, Curtis, I'll put you on hold if there's any follow-up to that. Uh, we'll come back with everybody else. It looks like it's going to be Mike in Sugarland and Tina in Spring, and somebody just hung up, so gives an opportunity to get one more call in at 713-212-KTRH. grew up with this music. My parents love Herb Albert and Tijuana Browns. And as an adult, I just can't get enough of it myself these days. Alright, so um, I'm finishing up my little comment on my personal Facebook page about the George Strait thing. That's just above. Alright. Thank you uh, Brent Brooks for letting me read that. That was well put information. Boy, some people are just mean out there. Richard? He's criticizing Saltgrass's steaks. Uh, he's like, that picture is as old as their steaks. <laughs> I like some of the guesses, though. And then the, if you know, look at that again, the ticket prices were crazy back then. It was so easy to go to the rodeo back then. You didn't have near as many sellouts like they do nowadays. They're close to sellouts, but, you know, Astrodome handled a lot more at the time that's and that's crazy to think that was astronome days not nrg type thing so that's fun i'm glad i did that quick little note here for our friends at the ground up because um i mentioned yesterday they're doing these podcast things called the soil factory you got to check that out at thegroundup.com if you need the cubic yards of just about anything delivered to your house for a matter of convenience like you need a cubic yard of compost. You know they're my compost DS, one of the best in the business for vegetative compost. You want their mulch? I love their Seasons Hardwood Mulch. All right, the natural Seasons Hardwood Mulch. Love that product. They're they're veggie and herb soil. You frankly don't have to add another part of compost to it. It's so well done already. So many good things coming from the ground up. We'll be talking about all spring. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring and summer, and uh, we'll get an update on their podcast and I'll call the Soil Factory. If you want to go check it out for yourself, go to thegroundup.com. And on a day like today, when all their locations are closed, their bulk locations are closed, go to thegroundup.com to find the retail locations that carry their products by the bag. Here we go, back to the board of calls. I think Mike in Sugarland's been there the longest today, so he gets the Patience Award. 
which also means if you would like tickets to the upcoming Cypher Home and Garden Show, we'll set you up with that. But being in Sugarland, you may not. Morning, Mike. Good morning. I'm looking for an expert. Uh, several years ago, I, I it was at a nursery, and I saw an evergreen sh- uh, shrub that they had there. And uh, nobody seems to remember this except me. Uh, the the uh, place where I saw it, nobody knows what it is or can can even come close. But it's uh, it's a shrub. They said use it as a focal point. It's an evergreen, and it has a leaf like a the money tree leaf. I don't know if you're familiar with those. I know the money tree. That's the indoor plant. Right. Okay. And that's not that's not what I'm looking for, but uh, it's it's uh, in this particular case, all the branches that come off the center branch are parallel to the ground, and it looks like a money tree leaf. It's an evergreen, and it was uh, kind of a dark green. Have any ideas on that or parallel growth? I think of the monkey puzzle tree, but you're saying it's a shrub. Right. Uh, not without seeing what you in your mind you're seeing. I'd really want to see that, but um, there's tr- there's several trees that have that parallel growth. I like the way you described that. That was good, but I can't think of shrubbery that does that. Yeah, it didn't get all that big. I mean, uh, I think it might get four foot tall or something like that. Uh, hmm. Any idea where I might chase that? Um, trying to figure out who the best shrub act. You know, the the ladies at the Arbor Gate are awesome at plant identification. Okay. You you get that when you have choice between Kenan, Beverly, and Linda at any given time, they're great at identifying things. If you'll bring them a picture, though, and in this case, you'll probably have to take like a drawing to them. Okay. Now that's in all the way up in Tomball. Right, I'm, I'm trying to think in Sugarland. Um, you have uh, Enchanted Gardens and Enchanted Forest. See if you can find any of the family members that have been there for the longest time. Okay. Yeah. Just right. ask, well, say, who's your best plant identification person? Let me describe this to you. So that you have Enchanted Forest and Enchanted Garden. I'm trying to think of anybody else that's like a super nerdy plant person. Um, years ago, before he passed away, John Tees at Tees Nursery would have been the the go-to person on this right okay all right well i appreciate it and i did a little search and see you know shrubs with parallel growth and the only thing that showed up that would work here would be junipers nope not a juniper okay well we'll stay in on this keep us in the loop okay okay we'll do (laughs) even if you get the answer from somebody else going hey randy remember me mike sugarland (laughs) we got you had that Good description, but with like nothing just jumps to my mind right now. Now here's the neat thing. Oh, I know another really good person, but it's Arborgate related too. But you can go online today and do a description for Angela Chandler. She's been our one of our go-to fruit tree experts, but she's got a lot of uh, that nerdy garden knowledge, and she knows a lot of things. And she'll weigh in from time to time when people ask a question and we don't know the answer. I'll get an email from her later on today, probably. But if you okay. want to reach out to her, go to thegardenacademy.com or on Facebook, Garden Academy, and make sure it's Angela Chandler that's affiliated with that, and she should be able to help you. Okay, that was the garden what now? The Garden Academy. Okay. 
All right. All right. I got some work to do. And then keep us in the loop. Will do. Thanks. Although I like having those, oh, yeah, I should have known that moments. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting those reminders from time to time. Uh, sounds good. Thanks. All right. Cool beans. Yeah, I really do. I love learning something new every day. Um, and I, I do like having those moments like, ah, oh, dad coming. I shouldn't have known that. But, you know, when you've been doing this long enough, you get in the little routines and ruts. And I like to be jolted out of the rut from time to time. Um, let's do one more question and then we're going to take a break. And we have one more segment after that. This is Tina in spring. Tina, good morning. Hi, how are you? I am good. How can we help you? Um, yeah, I have a, this pomegranate tree about 10, 12 years. And um, in the couple of years, uh, it gave me um, fruit, but it doesn't give me fruit anymore. I was wondering what was the problem. Well, a couple of questions. You've had it for 12 years, so obviously it had fruit in the first few years. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to put you on. <laughs> the dogs are not helping the radio here. <laughs> yeah, let me... Uh... I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. You can keep listening to me. I'm going to ask you some several questions so I can concentrate on the questions. Listen, and then I'll release the hold. You can answer them. Did it produce in the early years? I'm guessing yes already. And it just stopped. Is there a chance that it froze back in one of those freeze, like last year's 2018 freeze? Or um, if you've had it for 12 years, then like 2011, February 2011, we could have had a freeze that really knocked it back. And if it came back from the root system, there's a good chance it may not ever produce fruit for you again. And then the last question, and we'll go through these, and I'll release you from the hole and the muting right going on. Are you feeding it consistently, and are you pruning it consistently? So start with the beginning. If it had fruit, did it freeze back to the ground one year? Uh, it had fruit... Uh... My guess is because uh, I remember one or two years I uh, trimmed it, but it wasn't the season to trim it. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like a winter to trim it. I just trim it by whenever I All feel right. like Are you it. feeding it consistently? Uh, no. Okay, let's start that. You know, we have several fruit tree foods that are great for this market. One in particular, I would start feeding it in just about two more weeks, and then every other month for up to four feedings is um, MicroLife fruit tree food. Okay. MicroLife orange label fruit tree food. Okay? Okay. And let's uh, not prune it massively this year. Let's just, you know, nip and tuck broken branches, crossing branches. Okay. And let's feed it. But if it never grew back from the root system after freezes, I think you might have a chance on this. No, it it uh, it has a lot of uh, uh, leaves. Uh, springtime, it blooms. Uh, leaves are green and everything. Right. I think but the I food's going to make a bigger it. difference. If you're still getting blooms, you know, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, well, the other thing about pomegranate, I totally blanked out on this. To get fruit, you really need a second pomegranate. You, they need to pollinate each other. So um, I'd invest in another pomegranate. Since we're still in the last stages of the fruit tree sale season, I think uh, another pomegranate is going to be very important for pollination. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. We got. Hey, don't boss me around like that in my ear. <laughs> Quick little break. We'll be back. One more segment. News Radio 740 KTRH. 
Okay, man, you wanna dance? The Garden Line Garden Party, where we bust out the sprinkler, lawnmower, and the cabbage patch. In the morning, it's the information you want. I want. Just want to be informed. It's the information you need. I really need to know. Traffic conditions. The weather. Houston's Morning News with Jimmy Barrett and Sheriff Fryer. Tomorrow at 5 on News Radio 740 KTRH. Valentine's Day will be here before you know it. For whatever your special occasion, if you're thinking of jewelry, if you're thinking of a present, if you're thinking of a surprise, ladies, you just... Want to take care of yourself? A Corey Diamonds and Design. Call over and talk to Connie. She and her husband, Billy, are the owners. Tell them I sent you. Tell them you, what you're thinking about. They'll work with you patiently. You'll love them. You'll, be, you'll have a new friend at the end of it because that's the way they work. A Corey Diamonds and Design. 281-482-4755. Pop quiz. If you sell a home for $500,000, how much would a traditional real estate agent charge in commission? If you guessed twenty-five dollars to $30,000, you're right. But if you think that's the only way, you're wrong. This is why thousands of homeowners are making the switch to Rex. With Rex, you get a dedicated agent and a full-service experience at a fraction of the cost. Rex uses game-changing technology to cut out the middleman and save homeowners tens of thousands of dollars in fees. See if you qualify by visiting sellwithrex.com. Once again, visit sellwithrex.com. Remember, this is your home. Why give an insane amount of equity away to an agent? Rex offers the lowest fee in the industry without skimping on service. You'll work with a licensed local expert with you every step of the way. Get the most out of your home. See if you qualify by visiting sellwithrex.com. Once again, visit sellwithrex.com. Sellwithrex.com. License number 9006916. Minimum fee of may apply. Altrua Health Share is a plan for people, like-minded individuals, that live a clean and healthy lifestyle. Churches use it. Small businesses use it. Married couples use it. The concept is sharing on costs and expenses. Is it good for you, your family, your church, your business? I don't know. We're all unique in that way. But you can go to ahs.family and learn a lot more, and it may just be for you. ahs.family. You want to learn eco-friendly solutions to improve any garden or any vegetable bed, any herb bed, any landscape bed. Our friends at Buchanan's have Shauna Coronado coming in to do the secret blow your mind organic gardening hacks. It's a class that's going to be Tuesday, February 12th. You ought to get signed up RSVP at Buchanan'sPlants.com. Buchanan'sPlants.com. Or if you go there today, get signed up for the class. You could be registered to win $450 grand prize. But these are easy, natural hacks, organic, super easy to accomplish. And Shauna Coronado, I've seen her on video many times. She's fun, and she's entertaining, and she's going to be at Buchanan's Tuesday, February 12th. Go to Buchanan'sPlants.com, the organic gardening and Texas native plant specialist over in the Heights, 611 East 11th Street. Been there since 1986. Hi, it's Scott Mann from SafeMoneyWithScottMann.com, Sundays at 10 a.m. Great news. If you're over 50 with $500,000 or more, you may be effectively retired and just don't know it. Go to SafeMoneyWithScottMann.com to learn about this and the four keys to a safe, comfortable retirement for baby boomers. Hey, folks, it's Michael Berry. And if you're getting painting done, which is how I believe, I had a real estate company in the 90s, if you, I will tell you, if you want to get the most bang for the buck, Repainting is the fastest way to do it. Home, 
residential or commercial. But call the experts that are going to do the best job. 1-800-GO-CERTA, C-E-R-T-A. 1-800-GO-CERTA. Each CERTA Pro Painters business, independently owned and operated. It's a big decision when you're buying a new vehicle. You don't want someone bothering you and pressuring you into doing anything you don't want to do. At Classic Chevrolet Sugarland, they really took the time and the detail to take care of me, and that's how they earned my business. I can't think of a reason why you shouldn't go to Classic Chevrolet. Find new roads with two years of free maintenance, lifetime car washes, and a lifetime engine guarantee. Visit us in Sugarland on the Southwest Freeway at Highway 90 or online at ClassicChevySugarland.com. Awesome. That's my experience after visiting an Xfinity store. I'm Shira Fryer. All set in my house now to watch any and all of my devices in every room and even outside. With my Xfinity Stream app, I've updated my modem and DVR, updated voice remote too, and with the speed and the ease of recording and streaming, that's awesome. What I learned from interacting with the Xfinity technicians and salespeople, well, it was also simple and easy too. My Wi-Fi permeating every room in the house and with downloading or streaming to my devices, virtually every screen has my my entertainment even when I'm on the go, like not missing a beat when I'm out in the country or on a plane. It's streaming from Xfinity that makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Get started today with Xfinity Internet and TV. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Get the low, low Lone Star Chevrolet price at Houston's favorite choice for new Chevys. Visit Lone Star Chevrolet today at 290 at Eldridge and log on to LoneStarChevrolet.com. Chevy, find new roads. When it comes to Houston's growth and success, Allegiance Bank means business. Just one more reason we are Houston's bank. As a small to mid-sized business owner, you need a bank dedicated to helping you with acquisition financing, expanding your operations, lines of credit, treasury services, and above all, exceeding your goals for success. From fast answers to extraordinary service, at Allegiance, we pledge to do all we can to help Houston businesses thrive. Allegiance Bank, we practice what we pledge. Member FDIC, equal opportunity lender. You know, remember yesterday I was talking about Verdant Tree Farm, Joey, Barker Cypress, just north of Clay Road? I mentioned they're family-owned and operated. You know what I forgot to mention? They're military vet-owned and operated. Right? And that's why they give extra discounts to active military and first responders, former military. Um, family-owned and operated, what a great tree farm, but they're also big palm specialists. And I highly encourage you use them for the install on the big palms and the big trees. Turnkey install, best warranty in the industry. You need to be working with Verdant Tree Farm if you're going to do big trees and big palms this year. Plus, they have a lot of small shrubbery, too, they can work with. Check out their packages, too, their landscape packages online. Verdant, V-E-R-D-A-N-T, VerdantTreeFarm.com on Barker Cypress, just north of Clay Road. Here's a great, fun question to end the day with. Gordon, one of our first callers calling back for our final call for the day. Important H's. What's up, G? Hey, can you grow mangles in the mid-county area? Yes and no. Answer is clear as mud, right? Um, You can. When we get freezes like we got last January, you're going to lose them. You just can't control them enough. You've got to be able to protect them when it's below freezing, and they really don't even handle 35 degrees very well. But if you'll protect them... On light freeze nights, you can grow a couple of different varieties here. One of them, if I recall, is a Vietnamese variety called Nam Doc Mai. It's N-O-M, 
D-O-C-M-A-I, Nam Doc Mai. Um, I would take a moment and look up Urban Harvest and see what they're saying about mangoes. They used to sell mangoes at the Urban Harvest fruit tree sale year in and year out. But then because people were having to replace them every so many years because of freezes, I think they got away from that. Uh, but that's just one. There's a couple of other varieties that they have recommended over the years. It's not something you want to grow from a seed because the varieties you're going to grow from a seed from the grocery store, they're going to be the first to freeze. They're going to be the first to croak in even yes, 35-degree weather. Okay, I thank you so much. You're welcome. Good fun question to end on. We used to talk about mangoes 15 years ago way more than we do now here in the Eastern area. It's just because of, you know, we have those extremes. Like what happened last January just ravaged a bunch of fruit crops. And uh, people that will buy it again. Neat thing about things like papaya, mango, they're going to produce right away. Uh, Avocado, you don't have to wait three years like you do on citrus. But at least the citrus can handle the freezes a whole lot better here. Fun day. We're going to check in again Saturday morning early, 6 to 10. We do it every Saturday and Sunday, 6 to 10 a.m. exclusively here on News Radio 740 KTRH. Thank you, Joey G. Thank you, Nikki Courtney. We are going to be setting up for Super Bowl at the Lemon Household soon. Uh, got a lot of cooking to do when I get home because I made myself hungry. Thank you, Joey. I'm going to have to cook a lot of bacon and make some guacamole. <laughs> Dip the bacon in the guacamole instead of a chip. And then, of course, our big meat and wine dish later. I'd say that was a pretty successful broadcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.